You ready? I'm ready. Spiritual podcast station bring you the uncut, unblocked, and unscripted. This is the only place in the podcast universe giving you a balanced approach and a look at the other side. Everything from A to Z. We are live right now in the 1831 studio. My name is Natia Moore. And I'm Anthony Flick. And this is Pastor Anthony Said. Welcome everyone to this episode of Pastor Anthony Said. And we are on the past tour. Past tour, that's right. The past tour. We are in full effect here in the 1831 studios. How was your day? Um, no complaints. You know, Friday, Friday is my easiest day. Is it? Yes, because everybody get paid and no one needs to pass the pastor on a Friday. <laughs> so Friday, everybody's okay. blessed. The weekend, they ain't getting paid. They plan on doing something nice, so they don't want to talk to me anyway. So Fridays is usually <laughs> my day. That's funny. You know, it's it's that you know when you when you. <laughs> I'm serious. It, it Nobody needs funny. anything. You know, that's kind of true. You know, so you know Monday come, everybody's calling. That's so true. Monday, you know what I'm saying? You know, Moon Day, and yes, everybody man. all trying to get over the weekend or mm-hmm. trying to. Be Repent from the word that was heard or all that stuff on the weekend. <laughs> and so you get all those calls on, mm-hmm. you know, that, that, that um, what I call, uh, it's sort of like, um, you know, playing, you know, quarterback from uh-huh. the from the actual benches or from, mm-hmm. the, from the fans, mm-hmm. you know. They just playing back what happened the week before okay. or the weekend. And that's what I deal with on Mondays. That's interesting. You know, people call, it's, you know, I heard this, I felt that, I felt this, and my spirit was this, and my... Man, what would you saying about that? Or that would bless me? Or I ain't like that? Or you get all, you know. <laughs> but not on Fridays. Fridays, I don't get anything. That's like in the hospital. We are clear on Fridays too. We wow. do all our discharges on Fridays. Man. So we let all the patients pretty much go home to clear out for whatever rush might come in for the weekend. So that's kind of interesting. Really? Yeah, Friday is kind of a so it's a busy day, it's a bu- but it's not as intense because mm. people are being discharged typically Friday. Wow. That's funny. That's it a funny. discharge day. That's a discharge it's day. A, it's a big discharge I wonder, day. Wonder, I wonder why. You know you know why? Is, is there a reason why? I mean, why? the only rationale I know is to make room for the the uh, rush that comes in on Saturday, Sunday, okay. and Monday. Okay. It okay. opens up bid so that it'll be open for people. So it's not because day. people feel better. No, I mean, just, not necessarily, not honestly. Necessarily. Okay. Sometimes people don't not ready to wow. go home. But wow. we Y'all think you medically <laughs> you're medically clear, so you need to go to your no, to your house. Man, so but <laughs> not all the time are they clear and feeling hundred percent. But that's a day that we kind of push for discharges. Okay. For sure. Okay. Well, like hospitals, churches, <laughs> people, kind of can see the correlation. All around the world, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so that's where we at. So pastor, ladies and gentlemen, we are here. Let's start with prayer. Lord, yes. we thank you for peace. We thank you for grace, mercy. We thank you for your unmerited favor. We thank you for being who you are in our lives. We thank you for keeping us and completing us. We thank you for who you are and what you are doing. Nothing broken, nothing missing. We're giving you all the praise, all the glory, and all the honor. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. And amen. All right, y'all heard another amen, right? That that voice was not Tia. She, she no, said that voice was not. <laughs> amen. That was not Tia's voice. I must say. You know, no. sometimes them singers get them some scratchy voice yeah. in the morning. Yeah. Well, wait, that's, that wasn't that. That wasn't, that wasn't that. that. We got a guest in the building. Yes, we do. Uh, someone that I admire uh, for his work. And so I'm gonna. You, I'm going to say. Um, first, I'm letting him introduce himself. And then after he introduces himself, I am going to say what I think about him. I don't know if it matters. Okay. 
<laughs> All right. Go ahead, sir. Make sure that you are really quick. Make sure that you share, like, comment, and follow Pastor Anthony said. Pastor. And if you got questions today, this is the this, yes. You can call for this. You guy. can call. You can call the lines today. are open. You can call on this one. So how about yes. this? If you do want to call, text in. If somebody can put this in the chat, 443-850-8626 and just text. <laughs> I have a question. I want to talk. Put me on. Whatever you want to say, and then we will call you, and we'll add you to the phone line. Thank you. Floor is yours, Doc. Hey, everybody. Um, I am, my name is Avery. Uh, I'm. My last name is Ash. I try not to put that out there too much. Yeah. Me like, you James. Nah, <laughs> right? I just said I was Avery. <laughs> I just said. <laughs> I am an assistant said. pastor at Beth Mata uh, Church. We are located on 5444 Bel Air Road, and it is going wonderfully. Bless. I am glad to be under my, my brother and my best friend. Uh, Pastor Timothy Mitchell And it's been going wonderfully Life has been wonderful Um, Everything has been great these past couple years And so I'm grateful to be here with I don't know how he admires me I have no (laughs) idea I have no idea I admire him when I I share He'll see why I admire him But um, I'm grateful to have the opportunity Grateful for being invited uh, To sit here with you guys I've watched you guys go through one of my brothers, uh, Brother Gerald. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. That's yeah, my yeah, guy, yeah. man. Yeah, that's yeah, my yeah, guy. Yeah. So I've watched you guys, uh, uh, Pastor McCain. That's all right, that's right, that's right. So you bring me in, and it's a little intimidating, but, you know, <laughs> I ain't got no church. These that. brothers got, these <laughs> brothers got, you know, 100 deep you know, congregations. But um, I'm grateful. I'm grateful yeah. to be here, grateful to be invited. Excellent. Good, good, good. Glad to have you. Give us some more about yourself, man. What else we got? And know this about is also you? your camera, just so you know. Okay, okay. okay. <laughs> um, I'm a Steelers fan. Oh, I was wondering fan. about this the colors. Is the, this is the Penguins thing, but I was concerned though because Man, the black and this is yeah, yeah, it was still like the same. It was a thing. Pray, pray, we we be praying for you, Doc. <laughs> oh no, no, no! My condolences to you. <laughs> you guys just received great loss. And here come the calls. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying, we're really bad this year, and you guys lost to a really bad team. Oh, okay, and you know, you know Odell Beckham, you know, yeah. Mario Peters, and you know all these. Uh, superstars, you know, you would think you'd be able to beat bottom of the barrel, but you know, yeah, yeah, we're not gonna talk yeah, about yeah, that. Right. That's not weird. We're not here for that. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> but yeah, my, uh, the, the the hockey jersey um, was a thing because I, I was watching a music video from, uh, I believe it was Jodeci, uh from like the 90s, and I seen a guy in a hockey jersey. I was like, man, I'm gonna bring that back. Oh, okay. that back. And they used to wear them back in the yeah, day. Yeah, yeah, the real big, yeah, the yeah, oversized. Yeah, and then I seen Adam Sandler or okay. Happy Gilmore. That's right. Wore the Boston Bruins one. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, man, that's cool. So I, I got one. It didn't catch okay. on. I right. thought it was going to be, <laughs> I thought it was gonna be a little bit more powerful than this. But, it's coming. Um, it's coming. Hang on. It's funny. Hang on. <laughs> if you change it to purple and black, I'm sure you'll get Maybe. one. Yeah, but right I mean, hockey teams got to stay away from those <laughs> Edgar Allan Poe colors. You know, oh something about them, they don't win too much. But you know that's that's enough quibbles over the Ravens. You know, oh, I, I respect them. Ray Lewis, my favorite linebacker of all time. Okay, okay, goat. I think unquestioned. Okay, go. Ed Reed, we got something to talk about with Troy Polamalu yeah, yeah, and all yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But nah, I don't know about him. But Ray Lewis, definitely, definitely. Yeah. Um, I'm a musician. I'm a drummer. Okay. Okay. Uh, I am next year. This time next year, uh, well, December, I'll be being affirmed as a pastor. Bless. Okay. And we opened up the church in 2024. Wow. And we opened up my own church in 2024. Wow. Oh, man. Oh, my. Yeah, it's going to be God. called Resurrection Church. 
Okay. This is yeah. All right. So wow. let's, 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 let's go, go right in, brother. Yeah. All right. So I have a couple of questions to ask you. Amen. Amen. So usually generally, <laughs> Take a sip. Yep. Yep, yep. generally churches are named, you know what I'm saying? The court of Christ. You know what I'm saying? Freedom Church. You know what God. I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> what else? Greatest Temple Saint, of Praise. Yes. Uh-huh. Greater St. Stephen's. Yes. You know. What is Beth Mater? Beth Mater is. Beth Mater. Now, I'm going to tell you what I think it is. Uh-huh. Now, I know I'm wrong, but I just want to at least say what I think it is. <laughs> So Beth comes from Bethlehem, okay. which is Brooklyn. Yes. I don't know if Mata is a derivative of the word meta, okay. which is to large or to expand. Mm. Okay. So is this the house of big bread? Is this the big Oh, mm. boy, you are, see, this is, is, this is, is y'all talking about me. This <laughs> guy go. just translated Hebrew. I just, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I just want you to know. <laughs> is this what it is? That, yes, Beth Mata, right? So Beth uh, is the B to the Hebrew alphabet. It means house of or bread. Amen. Right? Okay. Uh, Mata, you had it right. Big and large. Oh, I got it. Right? To but, God be the glory. But, but there's a whole name. That is just the pronounceable part. Okay. Oh. But the, the name of the church is Beth Mion Aram Dibon Assemblies. Oh. Yes. Sounds like a tongue. Yeah. Yeah. Go for, go for it Give it to us one more time. Tell us what it means. Because this is good. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah. Beth Mion Aram Dibon Assemblies. It's the house of the dwelling place. Okay. The house of height, the house of abundance of knowledge. Those are the three things. All right. Can you just take take your time for the I'm, I'm serious, man. I'm serious. <laughs> yeah, take your times for the layman. Okay. Say so, it again because you want I'm because I'm talking to you mm-hmm. as the new person that's coming mm-hmm. to your church that's yeah. saying, What am I coming into? Yeah. And how do I explain this to my husband or my wife or my, my mama? Yes. My mother wanna know, you know, what kind of church is this because she never heard a name like that. Yes, yes. Okay. So Beth how would, Mion, how would you explain it to her? Oh, oh how, to okay. So the the three things, the three elements that go into it okay. is we were apologists, me and my uh, my friend Tim, who's the pastor. Yes. We were apolog we were apologists, so we wanted to know, we wanted to have a house that was built on the knowledge, because without knowledge the people perish. Come on. And so we we incorporated that into it. Um the dwelling place was about God actually not dwelling in temples anymore, but being with us. Mm-hmm. So that being collaborated, um, we came up with this place where it's a one-stop shop for all you need. Got it. This is not just a church. This is not just churches we know we come and shout Amen. and you know, do Worship, all of that stuff. Yeah. yeah. But it's a it's a place where the whole, like the entire man, can be fed. Okay. So that's why it's not just the house of the Lord. Yeah, yeah. That's where okay, you get the okay, house okay, of height right. from, uh-huh. right? So the, uh, the the idea that we go vertically and downward. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. We, we're exploring the total man mm-hmm. and all that he has to offer. And so all of those things go into Bathmata. That's Got all these things going to Beth Mata. Well, so I have next. I have another question. Mm-hmm. Who came up with that? That was Tim. That was that Tim. was Tim. That was that was okay. Pastor Timothy Mitchell. Okay, yeah. Pastor Timothy Mitchell. Yeah. Now I know Timothy because his father was. Oh yeah, his father was one who laid hands on me when I became assistant pastor. Wow. Whoa. No okay. one knew that. And his father, his father, my father had about twelve gifts that people should give me that people had to give me when I became a assistant pastor, mm. and he gave me a ring. Wow. Yeah, he gave me a ring. That's wow. crazy. So, yeah, so his dad was a part of my work, my life. Amazing. So the, the story of Anthony Fliggins cannot go without, without Bishop saying Mitchell, yeah. Bishop Mitchell. So, Jesus, yes, man. man. So, yes, people small, know that. It's small, small. Right? Yes, <laughs> I would have never it's guessed that. Case. I knew you probably knew him, Yay. but I wouldn't have thought. Wow. Yes, 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 yes. So, yeah, his, yeah, his story is part of my story. And, yeah, I cannot tell the story of my uh, work as a pastor, my life as a minister without, uh, you know, sharing. 
you know, what he did for me. So, yeah. okay, so I know, so, so Tim, so Tim came up with this name, and I'm going to call him Tim respectfully. Yeah, of course. Absolutely. Okay, respectfully. So I know, I guess, so Pastor Tim, I just do that, Pastor Tim, That's just right. Pastor. All right. Um, he, came up with the, he came up with this name. Did you question it? Or did you say, Absolutely. God, this too long, this too big, this not enough, my grandma ain't going to catch on? Did you give him that? Because sometimes you got to. Absolutely. When he, when he first, I remember the day he first called me. It was in the middle of the day. I think it was like during the summertime. And I'm a teacher, so I'm just, I'm not doing anything in summertime. So um, he called me like, man, I got the name of the church. I'm like, okay. But Tim was also the creator of the name True Views. Okay. Right, so I'm like, okay, you're you're a namer. Right. You you have that gift, like the Lord done anointed yeah. you to, to be able to name. Right, yeah. he's like an, Adam. He yes. has that establishment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He has that anointing. So I was like, okay, what what do we have? And he was like, Beth, Neon, Aram, Debon, Assemblies. And I was mm. like, Saddam Hussein, what? <laughs> what, Run what, that did, back. what? What did we? Say? This this is definitely. <laughs> and and at first. I was he said he said the Lord told him I don't mess with people when they said the Lord says yeah, something. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I was like, listen, we best we best buds, man. <laughs> I don't know if the Lord told you this, right? <laughs> and so he started explaining it to me. And after a while, it just caught on. And I I was so afraid that people were gonna think we were like Seventh day Adventists or like Hebrew Israelites or right. You know those like weird sects of people that are they like Christian? They're like pseudo Christian, but they believe in the law and keep trying to keep the law. And so I was like, "This is too Hebrew. Like it's 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 too much." But when when I noticed that it was also a like it was a tool of evangelism. Okay, what church you go to, man? You don't hear new psalmist. You don't. That's what I was about to say. You don't hear that's cornerstone. Right. You don't hear Christ. That's you right. Know, pleasant. You yeah. don't hear those those names. Beth Mana. What? Say it again. That's right. Beth Mana. And now it's a moment to like, yeah. hey man, this is what, what it is. Yeah. This is what it is. Yeah, this is what it ain't. Got it. Got it. And so I was like, wow. Got it. Got it. And and we put it in that. So mm-hmm. when I first heard it, I first heard it, I said, how many people are going to get this? Mm. Almost nobody. So I'm, I'm in. I'm in. I'm in, I'm in the uh, minority. So I'm like, yes, how I, many? I didn't. I, yeah, you. That's, that's crazy. <laughs> I said, how never many heard people? Translated. I said, how many people are going to get this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what I'm saying to myself. Yep. I'm like, how many people are going to get it? And then I said, um, did they think too much into it? Um, I'm, 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 I'm very critical. Yeah. And uh, even of myself, mm-hmm. did they think too much into it? Will this work? Will they get another generation? And then I said, wait a minute. I'm a think man. They going for college kids. Mm. That's what I said. I said, okay, they going, they they have to be going for people mm-hmm. who have a thirst for knowledge. Yes. Because yeah. both Absolutely. of them do. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I'm saying, okay, so that's their demographic. Right. So I'm, I'll let you know my thought process Absolutely. in the middle of this. Absolutely. But I question everybody like this, mm-hmm. especially these pastors out here to just jump up and say, hey. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. The, the Lord said. Yeah. You know, I'm that like, was, hey. You know. <laughs> that, was, yeah. that was my big thing. But you're right. You're absolutely right. And the demographic of the church right now is we have – we have one person that's over 50. Wow. Okay. Everybody else is under 40. Okay. okay. Everybody else is under 35. Right. I could probably go and say 95% is under 30. Wow. Wow. So it's not just college kids. Man, I, T- Tim has done something with this church that I, I didn't, I didn't, I'm not going to say I didn't know it was possible, but I didn't know 
that you can start a church like that in this day. As a, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was yeah. thinking, I, 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 mean, I was like, man, you got to get you some old people. <laughs> like, <laughs> I remember saying this to him. I'm, I'm like, I'm like man, people. you, you got to get you some old people. And, and, and it's because I'm like, all right, young people, I, I grew up in holiness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These yeah, young yeah. people are going to come and, man, they're going, this is going to be a, this is going to be a cesspool. Right, this right, is going right, to be right, terrible. Right, right. But I seen him make, the Holy Ghost, and I'm talking about like Bishop Bonner Holy Ghost, uh-huh, speaking yeah, in yeah, tongues, yeah, Bishop yeah, Patterson yeah, Holy Ghost. Yeah, yeah, I seen him make that cool. Okay, good. Baby. Like speaking in tongues became, you know how when we grew up, it was like looking at our parents doing all that stuff. It was just kind of like, mm, like that's kind of like what, uh, yeah. it's kind of like what they do. Mm-hmm. I want to do it one day, yeah. but that's not like first on right, my mind. Right, right. Like these kids are walking around Beth Mata, like, Go up in your heavy, heavenly language, yeah, yeah, and, and it's yeah, it's yeah. like yeah, it's it. genuine, <laughs> right, and, right, and they're, right. they're truly raising. And I've never seen that, right, right, from from fifteen, sixteen TikTok mm. generation. Mm. I've never I've seen that from us, right. But I, I didn't I didn't think it was possible here. Good. I thought you would have had to capture their minds first, but it was it was something. It was something. He put the right combination of things together. Good, 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 good. Any questions here? So far? Yeah, I was wondering, like, so when you all first, got, so was it a partnership that you you partnered together to start the church, or was he? How how did he actually bring you in? Did you start mm-hmm. as the assistant pastor? So or how I, did? so I started out as an elder that was kind of helping. Okay, like um, we're best friends, mm-hmm. so. At that time, we were doing everything together. And he was mm-hmm. like, well, I'm, I'm going to start the church. And I, I wasn't going to any particular church at the time. I was, you know, chilling with my spiritual father, Bishop Simmons and mm-hmm. Bishop Hannah. I was kind of going back and forth between them mm-hmm. because I just left my home church. And it just so happened when he started, he was like, man, I want you to be one of the founders, like one of the trustees. Oh, wow. okay. And I'm like, okay. And then the time came where he was like, assistant pastors, you know, wow. come on. And I said, okay. And. That's how the journey started. So it wasn't, I wouldn't say a partnership. It was definitely like, man, you got my back. And I'm like, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, that's how it was. Yeah. You know, I saw, when I saw y'all, when I, when I, um, I, when I, I knew he started a church, but I didn't know, um, the kind of stuff y'all started together. But what I, um, what I saw when I saw you guys and the reason he trusts you just from the surface is because it was the iron shopping and iron. Yeah kind of human relationship yeah you know yeah. and i didn't notice i see and, and i and everything is told in a joke and you see things and um i always have the ability to see right you know right. what i'm saying so right. this is what i believe about pastors i think like, this is what i believe about pastors okay. that past each pastor should carry some kind of the anointing of the um initial charge that christ had when he opened up the word and said the spirit of the lord is upon me mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all of us should master in one of them yeah, that's how. I, that's just what I believe. I got you. Yeah, some pastors master in opening people's eyes. Yes, I'm not going to open the doors for you, but I'm going to cut the light on for you. Right. Oh so yeah. If you don't open that door, you just going to be in the house with the see. You just, <laughs> flingers ain't no. My members want me the open the door. They want me open the windows. <laughs> pastor, they so mad at me, man. They like yeah. pastor, tell me how to get there. Yeah. Like no, my job is to cut the light on. Cut yes. the lights on. Yeah, the light is on. Absolutely. And the light is on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And whether you walk through the door, I don't know how you want to. You might have to call Avery for that one. No, 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 no. I've cut the light on. That's it. I'm not walking you through the door. I'm not yeah. holding your hands. Yeah. But I will cut the light on. Yeah. Because I am anointed to open eyes. Gotcha. Some people are not blind. They got on blindfold. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Some people are not blind. They have on blindfold. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So I can see within a thing. Yeah. And the first thing I saw between them two was when they were talking about should the tithe be given. 
Oh boy. Oh. This man, okay. look at that man. He's about to bust you right now <laughs> on, on, on camera. Like he about to, he about to, he about to ruin his friendship. Really? <laughs> on camera, he said, "Man, I'm about to bust you right now." <laughs> I'm like, "No, man, say it different than that." Like, you going down today? I like this is at the beginning of the podcast. Wow. Okay. This is at the beginning. They were talking about your tie. Be given. I remember yeah. that. And I'm yeah. saying, on sharpening iron. Okay. That's what that is. This is their. This mm. is the, this is the this is the value yeah. and the quality of their relationship. Mm-hmm. What, what people di- what people didn't see was we started True Views after probably about four years of just that being the core of our friendship. I'm mm. talking about mm. like I'm I'm talking about I'm on the phone. I get up. I get up. Okay, I go to work. I come home. Tim called me and says, uh, at that time. He opened my eyes about a lot of stuff. <laughs> At that time, I, one of the first conversations we ever had, he said, man, he said, I got a revelation for you, Doc. I said, okay, well, what do you got? And he's like, man, women can be bishops, man. Women can be apostles. Oh, yeah. I said, uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know about that. <laughs> and so he, 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 we started going, and it was like 4 o'clock. Mm-hmm. We got off the phone at like 11. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm talking about this was almost every day a different topic. Mm. And it was like moments where he like, all right, you got me there. Yeah. But next week, I'm going to look a little further. <laughs> and I'm like, you, you got me with yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah. But, and a, a friendship birthed out of that. And I mean, even, even my wife used to say during those times, she used to be like, you know, y'all can like, argue to where I'm in I'm like walking around the house like Tim you you're not intelligent enough to understand what I'm saying yeah, to I just you right had now. one Monday like, but, you know, you know, yeah. but but the, it was never that's right it was never that like that's we right. never mm-hmm. felt the energy because on the other side of the phone I I'll I'll ask a question he'd be like Avery you dumb you don't you don't know that you you, you can't understand what I'm saying <laughs> don't that, insult me that that was the that was the dynamic mm-hmm. it was birthed in. And so I remember Ariel came to us and his wife, Charity, came to us and was like, um, you know, I feel like people would pay money mm. for to just watch y'all argue about stuff. Mm. And I looked at Tim and Tim looked at me and he was like, I don't disagree. <laughs> and he was like, maybe we should make a podcast, but... The trailblazers of that, I cannot let that go without being said. There was something happening in church at that time in Baltimore, and they blazed it. It was thugs, thinkers, and theologians. Oh, with the with, uh, with Martin and Martin, Burston, yeah, and Burton. No, 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 uh, Spence, Antoine, Antoine Spence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They uh, they started the whole thing, and so I started watching them. Yeah, and I looked at the dynamic of the four friends right. sitting down. And them actually having conversations that nobody wants to have out in the open. Got it. As bishops. Yeah. Like as 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 you know, men that's been at the height of church. Right, right, right. And I seen how like it, it was it was on fire. Yeah. So I was like, man, I don't want to be exactly like them. Right. But this is it. Like this is the way to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. so from there. We, we set it up and wow. we started allowing people seeing us. I still don't think we should be paying tithes. Just 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 <laughs> for the just for the people, just for the people that think man they got lost that. And, and just wanted to come to his church in twenty twenty four. 
I, I went to a church one time. My brother took me to a church. We were out of Columbia. I cannot remember the church. Um, me and my brother played there, and when we got ready to go, I was like, man, they ain't taking no offering in here. That's crazy. It's a Caucasian church. And and pastor, whoever, can't remember his name, was like, if the Lord has blessed you, if he's blessed you, if we've been a help to you in any, in any type of way, just go the the big baskets out in the vestibule area. Huge church. And all I watch is people. Yeah, yeah. Boom, boom. And we ain't talking about like no three dollar yeah. offer. Yeah, you said boom. Yeah, boom. yeah it's yeah, three dollars don't go boom. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, <laughs> no. No, no, no. I know about them guys. We got a couple of minutes church. Twenty rolled up. <laughs> balled up. <laughs> no, it ain't balled up. Right, they, right. They give it like, <laughs> like yeah, yeah, them yeah, freshmen yeah. you get from the ATM. <laughs> you gotta check and see if there's a couple <laughs> right. of them together. Yeah. I watch these people and and I was, you know. I had the luxury enough to stay after because we were waiting to get compensated. And I watched the deacons bring up the baskets, four baskets, mm. full, all four of them. Wow. Never took an offering during service. And I went back and I started looking in the scriptures and I was like, well, 10%, like I've, I've always been told that my whole life. And it, it's, just, it's a particular text that popped out to me when they were trying to build the temple. And they didn't, they didn't put a mandate on it. Mm-hmm. They didn't even tell people that they had to give. Mm-hmm. They just saw what they were trying to build. And it got to the point where he had to say, he had to say, say stop. stop. I know I knew where he was going. Oh, see why I like him, Tia? You see why I like this man? I couldn't wait to get to somebody who knew about the word. I, said, I couldn't wait for this day. The king had to, literally stop this goal in the streets. Like, there's, the the <laughs> storehouse is to the point where we can't fit it. Take it home. Mm-hmm. You use it for your families. Mm-hmm. We're, like when you ain't never been in no church. You ain't never been in no church where during offering time. And people ain't never read that scripture. Mm-hmm. They don't read the Old Testament no way. No. But <laughs> yeah, you ain't never been in no church where Pastor John gets up and says, "Oh man, you guys gave so much." We're not even having an offering for the next month. Yeah. I don't I don't want any of your money. Keep every time you get paid now, keep treat your family. Whatever. Don't don't bring anything mm. in anymore. Like we've never we've never had that moment. And the crazy mm. thing is, even if that was the case, because of the greed of the people who are in the pulpit, mm. they wouldn't tell you to stop giving no way. That's right. Because there's that's a level right. of integrity that, that's that needed. Must, that, that's, that's right. That's right. So that's right. When I read that, I was like, oh no, man. I Take the take the limits off because there's certain people that will kind of live by that law. Mm-hmm. And me and Tim, we guffed it out. And, you know, passed the note. I don't talk about that with that a lot of people, man. That was something. That was some I went to my grandmother. I tried to tell her, Grandma. That they the ones. I said, you ain't supposed to be paying no time. Hell, man. We too loud, man. She we said, too loud today, brother. She said, she looked at me. It was Christmas. I had interrupted Christmas with this. <laughs> My grandmother, she said, she said, I don't, you know, she said, I, you ain't going to turn me around. I've been walking with Jesus for 35 years. Mm. And you, you, you ain't going. She rebuked me like how Jesus rebuked Peter when he yeah. was like, no, 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 you don't have to die. She's like, Satan, get thee behind me. Like, you yeah. don't know the will of my father. Mm. I'm like, no, like I've, I've come to free you mm. from the idea. And, and people don't know about ties. You know, when you miss, you miss it once you owe God interest. Yes, mm. yes, yes. People don't even understand. <laughs> like your ten percent become 
15 and 20. <laughs> but I, I'm not going to, that's not that's what the truth But no, but so, well, how right. do you, so for your congregation, though, that, that will be coming, how will you teach that to them? Like, how, what, what will you, do, will you not require that at all mm-hmm. in regards to like the upkeep of the, of the of the of the temple like how how does that work how will you explain that to your flock mm-hmm. so the way the way that i've always envisioned myself doing it is to take the requirement away tithing okay. is still a godly principle mm-hmm. yes. because before the law was instituted abraham tithed to melchizedek mm-hmm. but that was more of a political function like okay. it was more of i honor you as the man of god mm-hmm. i'm going to take you know he didn't tithe from his regular mm-hmm. money and his regular, he okay. tithed from abundance that he had received when he went and got Lot uh-huh. back. Yeah, but the, he got it from the booty. Yeah, that's right. And, and he didn't. I don't. I, I personally don't think Abraham wanted anything to do with any of that, mm. because another king came to him, and he was trying to give him money. And Abraham said, "I don't want any of your money. Right. Nobody will ever be able to say they made Abraham but God." Mm. And so, anytime Abraham received from someone who wasn't following the one true God, mm-hmm. he was like, oh, y'all can take this. Y'all can take this wherever y'all want. I don't want, I don't want my hands on it. I don't want none of this stuff. Okay. I want God to, to, to know he did this. Mm-hmm. And so I, I'll take the requirement off and just say, if, if, you're, if you want to tithe, that's fine. Okay. It's, it's just like what Paul says in Romans, like when the Gentiles uh, do what is contained in the law without having been given the law, they become a law unto themselves. Mm-hmm. And so... I, I won't. I won't tell you that you need to, mm-hmm. but I'll tell you. Like the early church father said, um, they were saying, since we don't tithe now, there's the mandate of Christ. People think Christ came to make it easier. No, Christ makes it harder. Mm-hmm. He said, you know, you've heard has been said, don't sleep yeah. with your, you know, with your with your neighbor's wife. If you think about, he it. said, if you even think about <laughs> if it, it cross your mind. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, if you get so, a whiff of. So I can't. He said, think that I'm coming to bring peace. No, I'm coming come to bring peace. I can't bring, make this thing harder. Bring, bring a sword. sword. Bring a sword. Right. Yeah. So I think a lot of people stray away from this because it's like, oh, you're trying to make it easier. Like it's supposed to be, you know, climbing, climbing up the mm-hmm. amount. No, I'm like, no, I'm making it harder because when I take that off and then I tell you to give as it's purposed in your heart. And that's what mm-hmm. you do. You now should. what you give reflects your heart. You put the heart on display. There you go. Mm. And that's what I attempted to do here in this church mm-hmm. a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. That's in this church I had the same issue. Mm. Oh. Yeah, so we came up with a, uh, um, we came up with a policy or with a program called Kingdom, Kingdom Partnership. Partnership. Yeah. Mm. Because of the same thing. Okay. Some people, there were some people just says, I'm not moving. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> I shall not, not be, moved. be moved. And brother, I broke everything down to him. Like, yeah, I know, but it's right there. Uh-huh. And I shall not be moved. Wow. And in, and what what will happen? Okay. I, so I can tell you what will happen in your church. Okay. There were some people that will give. They will be, if it's four, if it's four people, mm-hmm. and all of them would give $40. Mm-hmm. That just uses as an example. Okay. I'm sorry, I want you to be blessed. Four people, all of them would give 100. Okay. All right. All of them would give 100. All of them would tithe 100. Right. You're going to do this. I'll tell you what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. One is going to say, I ain't got to give anything at all. Yeah. Another one can say, it's good. I might give. I kind of give. Right. But there'll be two or three. One or two. The Bible said there are two or three gathered. That's evens and odds. Mm-hmm. There'll be two or three of them, or one and two. It still equals three. Mm-hmm. That will give the whole four. Wow. That's what it will be. Jeez. That's what it will be. God will yeah. make up the difference, difference. Yes. to show truth. 
Absolutely. Mm. And so it's the one person that's going to make up for whatever. And that's what you're going to have in your ministry mm. with a ministry like this. Because somebody's heart is for. Yeah. It's yeah. for the exactly. man of God, for the yeah. woman of God, Absolutely. for the purpose of God. Absolutely. And God has purposed that in their hearts. Yes. Already. 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 Before. Yes. So all it you, took was for you to yeah, cut on the light. That's right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's all it took. Cutting on the light was, was freedom. You're going to display hearts, mm. man. There's something to display someone's heart. That's why. I, wow. And, the, and the, way I've always ta- the way I've always taught it was, you know, they, you know, the widow's might and all of those things, and they watched her give. And Jesus is like, all these Pharisees giving thousands of dollars. All she gave was a mite. It's a penny. Yeah, a couple, right. You know, a couple of nickels or something yeah, yeah, like that. Yeah. She gave more than everybody here. Mm-hmm. Because, first of all, she, she had the freedom to give what she had. Mm-hmm. That's the freedom. She wasn't convicted by the fact that she didn't have enough. Mm-hmm. Some people are convicted by the fact that yeah. they don't they have, have enough, enough. and on. so they don't give until come they on. have enough. Come on, come on, come on. So the 10%, like, exactly. okay, I don't want my name. On this three dollars, yeah. Right? I don't want my name on this three dollars, so I'm not gonna give for the rest of the month. That's mm-hmm. right. That's until right. I can get three hundred. That's right. And, That's right. and when the pastor reads the roll of who gave, he can say, "Oh, you know, yeah, my sister so and so gave." That blah, 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 blah. Right. But it's not. It's not. That's not what God is looking for. Enter into your closet, and the Father that seeth in secret, mm-hmm. He'll reward you openly. Mm-hmm. I, I taught from um, the talents, okay. like giving everybody. You know, everybody. Had two, five, and ten. Right, right, right. And they doubled. One of them, you know, got a little bit more, and one five, of them buried one. It. Right, yeah, that's right. Five, two, and one. Sorry. That's right. And the one is a great. The crazy thing is, on on your first reading of mm. that, you're like, "Yo, didn't do anything wrong." Right, right, right. <laughs> you're like, you know, I, What's I, going on? I, if on. I give you money, come on, and you be like, and you come, and I come back yeah. and you say, "Well, I didn't want to lose it." Mm-hmm. So I just I just put it away. Right, I'm cool with that. Mm. But the Lord the Lord flips all of that upside down. Yes, he does, mm. Doctor. He says like, no, you were lazy. I can see mm. you didn't want to do anything. <laughs> and and so he says, what's crazy to me, and still crazy, I can't wrap my mind my mind around it. From the one who has little, I'm going to take his little. Mm. And I'm going to give to the one that already has mm. to make it be more. Mm. And if those people, those one or two, oh my goodness. Now you give a, you go from 400 to now, they overflowing. They carry right. the church. That's right. That's right. They carry And that's what it's going <laughs> to be. That's what it is. That's what it's going yep. to be. So, yeah. Mm. So, okay. So, let's, 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 let's talk. Mm-hmm. All right, so I am. I am. I. Uh, I guess I am. Uh, I, I'll be a. Um, I'll be a uh, pseudo fake Hebrew Israelite today. <laughs> okay, that was I, I'm a quasi intelligent. <laughs> I feel like That's I know the book. <laughs> okay, as I'm asking some questions. Mm-hmm. Okay, the New Testament didn't. The New Testament didn't require the tithe because there was no actual temple. Okay. The people themselves were actually, you know, with Paul and them, they were actually evangelizing. Okay. And then when he was ministering, he was going from house to house. Okay. So was that um, was that policy, that principle, or that law, was it necessary? Because the institution did not was not there during that time. Right. During the early church. So it wouldn't be written right. because of that. How would you, how would you? Uh, well, to a Hebrew Israelite. Yes, sir. I would say, okay, first of all, I respect it. I respect that perspective because there's an argument that sits right in the middle of the New Testament mm-hmm. uh, uh, and, and it all it, it indirectly addresses this, right? Yes, 
the Jerusalem Council. That's right, 15. Yeah. That's right, actually, at 15. That's right, and go I argued Pastor Tim out of this. And I was like, <laughs> if there was a moment. Where Tim at, man? Right. He, 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 he got to get him here. Go I, said, I, said, I said, if if there was ever a time to put tithe in a letter to the Gentiles. It would be right there. It would have been. Now, now, mind you, the conversation was about circumcision. Uh-huh. But the letter addressed three things. Right. Sexual immorality, uh-huh. meat offered to idols, uh-huh. and then circumcision. Yep. So we're not going to say that they were so inundated with circumcision that they forgot something. Mm-hmm. Because okay. the meat offered to idols and the sexual immorality mm-hmm. was on the periphery of the discussion. Yes. Mm-hmm. So they, they did, they, they were exhaustive in their approach to what, what righteousness do we try to transfer or communicate to, to the Gentiles. Gentiles. Okay. Right? They, they were exhaustive. If, if there was ever a time... It would have been then. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Yeah. The, the the Now the communication changes. I don't agree with anybody that teaches Malachi 3 as a tithe in scripture. Right. He was talking to the preachers. To the priests. He was talking to the priests. Yes, he was. Malachi I opens, that. That, yeah. yes, Malachi yes, opens yes, to yes. the priests. I said that, man. We wow. are good. <laughs> man. <laughs> That's why like, somebody said <laughs> All right. He was he was talking to the priests. Mm-hmm. And what, what was happening is because God had caught, caused the famine, the people were giving less. Uh-huh. And the priests only supposed to take a tithe of the tithe mm-hmm. for them. Mm-hmm. So a, 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 a 10% of 100 is, is good. That's 10, mm-hmm. right? But what happened when it's 10 of 50? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and then 10 of 30, and then 10 of 20, and then you yeah. keep going. So they were taking more than they were supposed mm-hmm. to take. Mm-hmm. That's why Malachi picks up with, will a man rob God? Yes. Well, you have. Yes. Bring it back. Remember, it, it bring it back into mm-hmm. the storehouse so that they'll be, it'll be there. And I promise you, I'll make the plight of the people go away if you bring what you have stolen back. But, man, I... <laughs> they didn't the, it's that, rough. that time that time the temple didn't look like the temple looked at the old temple mm. the old temple had had so it was so lavish and this new temple they got right now didn't it, it didn't have the it didn't have all the the, the pleasantries yeah. of the previous temple yeah. they didn't see that it was necessary yeah plus god had already promised them something 100 years ago 100 years later they still didn't get it mm. so, so what's necessary what was necessary they also walked away from their wives mm. same thing they, they, they were just saying, you know what? Hey, hey, when Malik, the book of Malachi is for people that want to take matters into their own hands. Oh, yes. Oh, That's man. That's how you Jesus frame God. the book Christ. of Malachi. People that just want to say, you know what? Mm. I'm going to do it. My- I'll do it. I, I, I'll yeah. do it. I'll they basically, that's what it I'll is. It. Yeah. We, we'll fix it. God, you ain't listening. How many people do we minister to like that? Oh, yeah. Like, look, I've been waiting since 2020. And it's I'll just do it. Pre-COVID, you still ain't do it. <laughs> I'll go and invest all yeah. the church's money into yeah, the stock yeah, market. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah, come on. I'll do stuff mm. like come that. Come on, come because on. Because it, it just ain't working. It just it's ain't not working. working. And so to the Hebrew Israelite, I, I would, I respect it. I respect the law. Paul asked the question, like, does that make the law of none effect? Go, God forbid. No, no, that's right. The law is perfect. In, right. in, but people don't understand the reason that the law was given. Right. It wasn't given for you to try to live righteously by it. It was given to expose that you were guilty. That's right. It's given to make you naked again. Uh-huh. To put the mirror mm. on. Like Genesis. Mm. That's right. They were naked and they were not ashamed. Mm. It doesn't mean that they were perfect. Right. They weren't perfect. They were just naked and not ashamed. Right. So the law was given to shine mm. that light back and say, listen, you're guilty. There's nothing you can do about right. this. Mm. Look to me. But people are like, 
it's the law. That's why Jesus says, you search the scriptures and you, right, you think right. you have life in that. Yeah. But they pointing to me. That's right. And y'all rejecting me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that's that's what I would say yeah, beautiful. to the Hebrew Israelite. Right, that's what beautiful, I would say. Right, beautiful. So my um uh you got anything to ask? No, go ahead. Okay, good. Um in, in in the middle of all in the middle of what you're doing and how you're moving forward, the transition between um musician, pastorship, or rather leadership. Uh-huh. Um, that transition, some of us already know it before we were, mm-hmm. even if we don't say it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? There are people right there that say, yeah, I know what I'm called to do. Yeah. And you'll, you'll even hear them admitting. James. <laughs> oh, you put them out there, boy. Yeah. You'll hear them even say, but brother, out there, man. Yeah. 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 They'll even say it. Mm-hmm. So did you already know? No. Interesting. No. no. Listen. Okay, so let me let me go from the beginning. You're being honest, Be- yeah, because you you're in this story. You're okay. in this story. Okay. So when I was young, of course, like any any kid that puts a mic up to their face and prays and Is doesn't pray, now I will lay me down to sleep. <laughs> oh, that boy, that boy's gonna be an apostle. Come on, Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's cold. <laughs> no. Uh, no, no, no. You don't know. Bishop Johnson gave me a paper, and I taught. He taught me that prayer. And I just pray like I'm 75 now because it's a, it's a, it's a scripture. <laughs> no, his, you know his Johnson? You know what Johnson's talking about? No. My Johnson. Oh, okay. Mother Johnson's yeah. Oh, wow, okay. Yeah. Okay. His, okay. His people, wow, okay. Yeah. okay. When, we, when we were growing up, mm. Bishop Johnson gave us prayers to memorize. Wow, okay. So I would walk into a church. And I would say, eternal God, our father, right. as an eight-year-old. Right. And the mothers would be like, whoa, oh glory. Oh. <laughs> that God. kid, he got, he got the anointing on him. <laughs> no, like, I'm, I'm, I'm memorized. I memorized this from Mr. Johnson. <laughs> he had us giving scriptures. Like, so, oh, okay. so I didn't know. Man, I wanted to be James. Oh. I, I did not. I didn't. A preacher? That's not sexy. Mm. Like, I wanted to be James, but I wanted to be drummer James. Got it. Like, when when James was coming up, Stephen Mitchell. Sure, I know. Yeah. yeah, one of the best drummers in Baltimore at the time. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, I'm I want to be those guys, the Buddy Lakins and uh-huh. Garland and all, all those people that were. They were from church to church. Everybody knew them. They were they were like. Rock stars in my eyes. Okay. No matter where we went, somebody's dapping them up in the mall, in the middle of the mall. Man, y'all know everybody. Everybody mm. bows down to y'all musically. And so I wanted to be that. Okay. I didn't. And and it turns out, and this is where you come into the story soon. Uh, Bishop Johnson's church, um, there was a lot that happened there. There was a lot that happened there that resulted in my father being kind of pushed out the door, James kind of being pushed out the door, and then lastly, me kind of being pushed out the door. And when I got pushed out the door, I was 15. Okay. And my mother was like, nah, I can't do, this was three generations deep, I can't, I can't do this no more. Bishop McCoy had just started his ministry. Oh my God, on fire. Mm. I went over there, and I was playing the drums. I was singing, directing the choir, doing, doing it all musically. And I was a blessing to him, but he he was he blessed me in that he always said, like, you satisfied doing this? Is this okay? He never told me I was supposed to be a preacher. Uh, he never planted anything. Hmm. All he did 
was just watched me and observed. And he always asked the question, are you satisfied? Is this, is this the height of it all for you? Mm. If it is, I'll leave you alone. But you call me and you tell me whether it's the height. So randomly one day, Bishop McCoy gave me the power to start a revival, ignite my fire. Mm. This is where you come in. I'd never seen this man before in my life, right? And this is the first time I met Tim. I, it, Stephen was supposed to preach for me, Stephen Mitchell. Oh. And Stephen called me about an hour before and said, man, I can't make it, but I'm going to send you my brother. Uh-huh. I, didn't know, I didn't know whether he could preach. I didn't know what he was about. <laughs> mm-hmm. Tim came and wrecked the house. The next Friday, I'm like, Bishop McCoy, I don't have a preacher. He said, I got somebody. He said, I got, I got somebody. He's my cousin and... He's, he's on fire. He got something crazy going. Mm. I'm like, is he young? I don't know, old man. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, yeah. He's, he's older than y'all, but he's young. Mm-hmm. And so, Pastor Fliggins came. I knew your father. So I'm like, all right, Pastor Fliggins. <laughs> now, <laughs> here we go. <laughs> you know, listen, Pastor Fliggins Sr. was my like, that was my guy. Mm-hmm. But I didn't want that at my revival. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, you know, if we was having an old-time wave revival, <laughs> right. yeah, yeah. he the, the first preacher on the ticket. <laughs> but I'm like, all right, I hope this guy is not, like, down at the cross with yes, my right. Savior. Mm-hmm. I don't need that. I, this is Ignite My Fire. These are young people coming together, mm-hmm. hoping to be challenged and, and, and pushed. Right. Man, I, I see this guy walk through church curly hair nice tailored looking suit on you don't got no tie on and when he stands up he's articulate mm-hmm. he not grammatically challenged mm-hmm. he's not like his vocabulary is not just well i told the lord and i ain't gonna take it back he don't have <laughs> he don't have that uh, uh he don't have all of that <laughs> yeah he came he broke open the word, mm. and he made it look cool. Mm-hmm. He made it look awesome. Mm-hmm. He showed me, among others, a rock star behind the pulpit. Mm. I had never seen that. Wow! I saw Bishop Hannah, but he okay. was larger than life. He was yeah, too yeah, large. Yeah, Bishop Johnson was like, yeah, that's a... That's, he's a dinosaur. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I mean dinosaur by the fact of you would have some people, if they saw a dinosaur, they'd be terrified. Mm-hmm. Some people saw a dinosaur, they mm-hmm. would be like, oh, my God, it's yeah. my, all my dreams are coming true. Mm-hmm. No, I didn't want that. I didn't want right, that. Right. I wanted Noel Jones. Mm-hmm. I wanted Clarence McClendon. I wanted articulate, challenging the mind while yes. you're preaching. Yes. This guy came into the sanctuary and did that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I think this is for me. Mm. I had seen him preach. Wow. And then I <laughs> went to Brian Martin's church. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then I'm like, he's an enigma yeah. because he's Anthony Fliggin Sr. with mm-hmm. new articulation. Mm-hmm. He, has, he puts new language to the same feel. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, I don't, he showed me, I don't have to wear robes. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then I started seeing him dressed like that. 
And I said, oh, boy. <laughs> Penguin jersey yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. Like, for real. <laughs> and then what closed the casket is, is Rusty. Okay, okay, good, good. Okay. Okay. Rusty excellent. closed excellent. the casket. Excellent, wow. excellent, excellent. When I seen him, mm. I was like, man, I knew Rusty long time. And I was like, when he got South Church, I was like, I don't know what Rusty going to do. And it started with Bishop Hannah just not being able to do both churches. That's so right. Rusty just going right. preach. That's right. That's right. This, mm-hmm. this minister just going to preach. But Rusty's Sundays were so crazy that mm-hmm. it got to the point where it's like, okay, other ministers calm down. I'm going to just keep letting him yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. After a while, South Church was packed. That's and Bishop right. Hannah hadn't been there in three, two, three months. Mm. It became undeniable. Wow. And when I watched him in Jordan's Gucci's hats, hats in, hat the, in the pulpit, in the pulpit. I bet. Yeah. Rips in his jeans in the mm-hmm. pulpit. D- different hairstyles that were that were the, the hairstyles that were bold mm-hmm. and like brash. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay. So that <laughs> there's the there's the physical side that I that I needed confidence with. And I remember the day I called Bishop McCoy. And I said, man, I think I'm called. He was at work. This is when he's still working. I said, man, hey, I think I'm called. He said, okay. And I thought it was going to be, I'm like, where's the, like, despicable me party? No. Yes. And then he was like, well, how you feel now that you just said that? I said, man, I feel, I feel okay. He said, well, he said, I won't be rude to you, but call me back when you know. And he hung oh. up on me. Mm. Wow. Hung up on me. Mm. The next day, mm. the Lord spoke to me in my bedroom, my mother's house. The Lord spoke to me. It wasn't no hurricane. It wasn't. I wasn't in no tropical storm. The Lord took me up. Right. No. I, I heard it as clear as I can hear you guys now. It was, if you say it how I give it to you, I'll take care of you for the rest of your life. Mm. My Lord. That's all he needed to say. Mm-hmm. And I called Bishop McCoy back, and I said, I know I'm called. Mm. And he said, next month. I've already had this in the works. Oh next month. I'm going to ordain you as a minister. Wow. Wow. <laughs> and so I didn't want it. I didn't. People have been saying it. I always love reading the Bible. I always love reading. I used to read Goosebumps books, Captain Underpants, yeah. anything, Artemis Fowl, Harry Potter. Yeah. So reading was always my thing and arguing was always my thing. Mm. Even my mother had to give me a certain level of grace when I was young because I always needed to know why. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, you're going to beat me. I respect that. But why, why do you see me as wrong? Right. And if your reason, if your reason didn't float here, I'm like, well, no, let's talk. Let's, yeah. let's, let's, let's have a conversation mm-hmm. about this. That's not my anointing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so it was, it was just, it was, a, it was a great marriage. And Bishop McCoy, something I, I, I have it. I don't see ministers do this. So the day he made me minister was beautiful. Brought me in his office at the end of the at the end of the ordination. Gave me this packet about that thing. Mm. He said, "Now you ain't gonna preach till you bring this back to me done." Wow! Wow! Packet! Wow! Because he knew that I knew a lot, but what Bishop McCoy taught me, and why I will love this man forever, he taught me discipline. He taught me, okay, you don't just read to preach. Mm-hmm. This studying has to be a lifestyle. Like, mm-hmm. 
you should never have to, he taught me, you should never have to think about, like, what, what do you mean? What do you mean you got to plan or prepare for a mm, sermon? Mm, that, what, mm, what, is mm, that, what does that mean? Bishop McCoy would call me. Yeah, we about to get this guy off from me. Yeah. Church, <laughs> church started at 1130. I walk into church 1115. Bishop McCoy, all right, man, yeah, you preaching. Mm. You said what? Wait, did you right. do that? Mm-hmm. Huh? Today? No, 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 you preaching. Today? Yeah, t- like yeah. no, 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 like <laughs> in a few minutes. Oh, okay, like in a few minutes. Oh, wait. And then there, <laughs> so there was one time where church had started. Mm. I'm mm. I'm fresh out of the choir selection. Mm. He like, I come up there. He's like, "Hey, man, preach." That's it. Mm. No, no encouragement. <laughs> no, man, I, I know you're gonna do this right. No, it was preach. Wow. Like, and I appreciate that so much now because it taught me a discipline. Come on, that I don't. I don't even think you can buy what it taught me. Mm. Come on, like preachers are so gimmicky now. Everybody wants to say the new thing. Yeah, but what Bishop McCoy taught me was get it all in you. Eat the whole book. Yeah. And then when the moment comes, wow. you won't need to think. Just like what Jesus told Peter. You, you, you won't need to think because right, in that right, moment, that's right, that's right, I'm going to give you what's right, needed. That's right. That's right. And so I, I never, I wasn't even trained in the same way that normal preachers are like trained to be gimmicky, to have the voice. Yeah. And, the, and so, and Bishop McCoy was, he fiery. So yes, my apologetics bone, yeah. he massaged that. Yeah, mm. yeah, well, tell me why. I, I remember I came to him. I said, "The rapture ain't coming. There ain't no such thing as no rapture." <laughs> he said, "Oh, you think so, huh?" We would sit at this house for hours, all for him to be like, "Well, you, you, you got to keep on studying, son." Mm. Uh, wow. I don't know about that. I I, I entertain this, yeah. mm. but you got to keep on studying. Mm-hmm. And that, like, the fact that I couldn't beat him, mm-hmm. it like, oh my god, it like it created this fire. I have a question, mm-hmm. and this is what I have an issue with too. Now, now, and um, and uh, hold on, you don't mind me asking? Twenty nine. Yeah, y'all wow. hear that? Everybody hear that? Wow! I want everybody to listen to what Are I'm saying. Are you kidding? Everybody hear that? Did every? I, I knew. I'm, I know where I'm going. I was with this going to one. ask, but where, to have this level of love for the word at that age, understanding and yes. understanding Thank of you. the word at this age is one thing. That's why I say I want him here. Wow! Because who don't know? I know the commitment that it takes, yeah. and the desire, and the drive, and, and the, the God given, the God given what we can't name. Yes. And that's what I'll call that it. Thing. Yes. That, that thing. That thing. Yeah. And wow. everybody, you know, and unless you know yeah. it, you yeah. won't get, you really don't have a word for it. And mm. we can put a, a grace on your life. We can oh, do, yeah. We can do all of yeah. it. Yeah. We can do that's all just of language. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. not yeah. really even it. Yeah. Yeah. It's not it. Yeah. You know, we just can't explain yeah. it. Right. Mm. But it is real. Yes. Very it's real. Yes. And I'm saying to you, and I'm real. So I'm at, I'm 44. Okay. And now I have lost. I don't know, if, I don't know where you are because your age and, and, and where you're going, when you be 30. December. Okay, be permanent. I call 30 permanent. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Joseph mm-hmm. 30. You know, Jesus 30. You know, I call yeah. 30. Yeah, no, David 30. Yeah. When you're 30, you're permanent. To God be the glory. Bless. May you have a blessed one, Doc. <laughs> yes. So listen. And yeah, yeah, yeah. So listen. So when so when I um I now have lost the patience for foolishness. Ah. So now that I know mm-hmm. when I hear people who should know. Mm-hmm. Don't wow, know. Wow, 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 wow. My patience is wow, gone. Wow, wow, yeah. wow, wow. So I know you listen to a lot of people. Yeah. You know a lot. So how do you deal with people? 
that you know, like, hey, guys, you you twice my age. Mm-hmm. You've been in the work for 35 years. You've been in the work 10 years. Mm-hmm. You're still playing with this word, Doc. Mm-hmm. How do you listen to them? How do you sit in and engage? How do you engage? How do you stay focused? Or do you just get on the phone while you're on the drums? Like, I, I, I want to know. I want to know, like, man, this guy right here needs some help. I wish right. I could take this sermon from. How do you? I'm asking all this question because yeah. I'm, I'm tapped out. I get it. I'm, I, I want to be there. Right. You know, I'm, I'm respectful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My offering will come because I know kingdom work. You, I'm, I'm going to respect your time. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I'm not there. I'm just not there. You should be further. Now, I'm not measuring my gift. Mm-hmm. Against my yours. Yours. Oh, no. I'm not doing that. Mm-hmm. But According to your years in this. Amen. You should, yeah. We should be more than, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He did it and he going to do it again. Yeah. And if you lift up your hands and bless him, he's going to bless you back. I Can know. I get a witness? Yeah. Somebody say bless. Bless. Shout yeah. bless. <laughs> blessed again. Yeah, yeah. And you shout bless. bless. And I'm telling you about being blessed. Because <laughs> yeah. I'm blessed in the city. And I'm blessed in the field. Yeah. And I'm blessed in my going out. Mm-hmm. And I'm blessed in my coming in. Yeah. Somebody shout blessed again. <laughs> if you don't understand what I'm saying about being blessed, being blessed means God bless you with everything. Somebody say everything. That's every, every everything. Yeah. That's, so <laughs> now you like, I'm listening. And if this is what we're going to, what? So my question to you, as a learned man, mm-hmm. how do you sit and hear those things amongst your peers without being disrespectful? Well, I learned um, a long time ago. That and oh wow, gross! Did you guys just hear that? That a long time ago sounded like <laughs> it I was like sixty. Long, it did. <laughs> it sounded like, like it was a long time yeah, ago where it came yeah, from. That's what knowledge. Like, like, I, I, mean, I learned this like ten years ago. <laughs> I, said, I was like, was that nineteen? It had to be nineteen. Yeah, yeah. It had to be ten years. Nineteen. I, was like, I okay. just like it, it replayed in my head. But okay. I, I learned, I learned that, um, pearls can come can fall out of a fool's mouth. Beautiful. Pearls can fall out of a fool's mouth. A broken clock is right twice a day. Mm. I listen to fools to figure out where not to go. Mm. I study heresy to figure out the paths that they went down that made them heretics. Mm. Mm. So I'll study a man comes in and preaches, oh my God, every Sunday like that. But what I want to know is I'm not you can't offer me anything in, in the on the basis of like revelation or anything like that. But what you can offer me, it's just like a married man and a divorced man. I think you can equally learn the same from each. A married man, you can learn how to stay married. Yeah. But a divorced man, you can learn how to stay married. That's right. You can like you can you can That's equally right. learn right. the same mm-hmm. thing. And a bad example is good advice. It, it, there you go. Come on, there we go. <laughs> now we sharing the Mr. Miyagi joints yeah. now. <laughs> but that 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 is what I came to. I had a thing, man, years ago. And I met, my brother helped me out with this one. Man. I got so tired of shouting. Mm. Oh, oh, my God. goodness. Mm. <laughs> Pastor, mm. I, it used to, like, it used to burn me, like, to the point where I would, I would hate to be in that service. Because mm. I would look around, and I'd be like, he's gay. She's sleeping with him. Her husband is texting her. And they the ones in the front of the church doing all this. Right, right. Mm. Sit down. Mm. Sit down. Mm. Praise is comely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the scriptures talks about it being comely for the righteous. Uh-huh. Mm. Everybody can praise God. I agree with that theology. But it, it, it just did something to me. But James came to me and said one day, and I'm a listener as much as I am a talker. I think you have to be. 
And he said, have you ever thought about that David? And I was like, what, what about David? And he said, David was a prophet. He was prophet. He was a prophet. Like, yeah, he was a prophet, but I'm not going to say he meant to be. Okay. I'm not going to say he meant to be. David loved to praise God. Mm-hmm. And his ministry of praise set the course for the modern church as far as praise is concerned. This is true. Mm-hmm. And he said, what if those people are anointed for that and that's their ceiling? I'll give you an example. He sent me a song. I said, nah, James, that theology ain't right, man. Study to show that self approved. Blah, 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 blah. I could spit out so much. Mm-hmm. It's a song by a casting crown. It's called City on a Hill. Mm-hmm. And the song says, the lyrics are, did you hear of the city on the hill, said one old man to the other. It once shined bright and it would be shining still, but they all started turning on each other. Mm-hmm. It says, the poets thought the dancers were shallow and the soldiers thought the poets were weak. And the elders saw the young ones as foolish, and the rich man never even gave the poor man time to speak. And one by one, they, they went away with their made-up minds to leave it all behind. And the light began to fade, and the city on the hill song fades out. The point of the song came to me that the dancers, I was one of those people, poets are in transit. They look for the meaning, oh, my God, a blue wall in the mm-hmm. church. Yeah, oh, everything. a blue wall. <laughs> Christ had on a blue shroud when he resurrected. And they, oh, my God, oh, yeah. they go into the deep things. Mm-hmm. But the dancers of God don't need anything but for music to play. Mm-hmm. They prophesy with their feet. Mm-hmm. Their body motions are toward God. They may not be able to live a life that's pleasing because there are some things that are broken about them, but they always operate in the gift that they were given. With a beat, they always operate in the gift. The the soldiers, well, I fight. The poets are weak. All they want to do is write all day. They just want to inquire about the Lord and these things. But we need, like, everybody is saying that everybody needs to be them. Mm -hmm. And what, what I learned was, is I believe that there's a space for that. Okay. There's a space. I'm not supposed to be in that space. Yeah, but there's a space for that. But I believe there's, that saved somebody. Yeah. Like, bless, 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 just like you just My did. My father, yeah. That My saved somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I know, I know older preachers. There's a preacher right now that I came up with who's, he's a bishop now, and, oh, my goodness, we were at a funeral. Nobody wanted this man to talk. Wow. He was, when I say holiness, so a guy got up and was like, you know, thug, real thug. And he said, you know, I think my boy up there in heaven, because, you know, he did a lot of good things in his life. And let me tell you, you know, the angels is rejoicing this morning. And he called Bishop up. <laughs> Bishop said, let God praise. And he said, I know what we all just heard. But the wages of sin is still death. Mm. And the gift of God is eternal life. That's how the funeral sounded just then. (laughs) The guy got up and walked out. Mm. There's a space for that. I believe there's a space Mm. for all of those kinds. Those those preachers. Because I do believe there needs to be a prophet that comes into the kingdom 
that say, get right, church, and let's go home. Okay. There needs to be a church, there needs to be a preacher that comes into the kingdom and preaches praise. Okay. To ignite the people toward God, to exhort them towards God, to magnify them. And I also believe there needs to be an expositor. There needs to be a Paul. There needs to be someone who can sit down Avery. and break. No. <laughs> no, <this> is- <laughs> there needs to be somebody who can sit, open, sit down and break open the word of God. John, I mean, people think Paul is the smartest guy in the scripture. But John 1 tops anything that Paul wrote. And it was it didn't come out of his mind. A lot of Paul's arguments came out of his that's right, mind. That's right. That's right. That's right. John, none of that was him because John was thirteen when he walked with Jesus. Mm-hmm. How how do you open up the book and write in the beginning was the logos? You using Aristotle's word? Yeah, that's right. You using right. Greek philosophy? Right, Who told right. you you could do that? That's right. In the beginning was the logos, and the logos was with God, and the logos was God. That same logos came, took on flesh, and mm-hmm. come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That. Mm. And so I believe, I believe everybody has a function. That's my way of explaining Everyone, it. Everyone, that's the way you explained it. Yeah. My, my, um, my thought, I wouldn't call it a theory, because mm-hmm. when you say theory is when it's proven, you can throw it away and start something mm-hmm. else. I believe about theory. Then once you figure it out, then go move on. Right. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes certain things that you thought about is no longer necessary. Exactly. You know, but so if I prove to you I can cook, we don't need to have that argument anymore. Right. right. We can throw that away. Right. And now you're going to ask me what, you know, what, what's on the menu. Yeah. yeah. Right. But the argument about... Can you cook or not? It's already been It's done. Yeah. Gotcha. All right, watch this. This is what I believe. I believe that the church must be a complete balance. Okay. The balance I've I've discovered is in what happened between um, Mary and the angel. Okay. The angel told Mary, you know what I'm saying, she's about to have a baby. Okay. Um, You saw four four elements in those few scriptures. Okay. The element number one was edification. He had a builder. You get what I'm saying? And then an enlightenment. He had to tell her, you the one. She's like, hey, you know, you get what I'm saying? Okay. And then after that one, he had to encourage. Okay. And after that, entertainment, the belly leap, she got happy. Yeah. So you see those four elements. So the church must be, number one, edifying. We have to build each other up. Mm-hmm. Wow. You get what I'm saying? Enlightenment. Wow. What you just said, just what you're yeah. doing. is what you're doing right now. You're turning the light on. You know, hey, yeah. It has to be. Somebody have to come in and say, hey, y'all, wake up. Wow. It has to be an enlightenment. Then it must be some, it must be some, Encouragement, you have to give strength. Yeah, but then the, there must be a part that there must be entertainment. Oh yeah, you must have mm-hmm. all four elements. We lament that part, but <laughs> and, and 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 that's yeah. the part I'm talking about. Is yeah. I'm asking you a question. I'm asking you a pre-pastoral question. Yeah, it's entertainment it taking over, and I'm asking as a musician. So this is an honest question. Yeah, it's too much. It's entertainment taking over. Mm. It's too much, and so we don't have that balance because we got an overload of entertainment and not much enlightenment. Yeah. It's too much. You know what I'm saying? Space, space ball Over. praising. Yeah, and it's, so it's that's much. where that. So that's where I enjoy what you're saying. So I, I, yeah. I, I can get that. You get. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? But I'm full. But just give me thirty minutes. No, don't give me over thirty minutes, Ray. <laughs> if you're gonna just do all that, <laughs> just keep yeah. it thirty minutes. Because that's man. where you're trying to get the yeah, whole yeah, sermon. Yeah, that's yeah, why I keep yeah, repeating himself. Okay. 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 I did, man. Okay, so I play drums for Mount Pleasant now. Okay. And I play drums for Straight Road of Pentecost as well. And I like shouting. I, I like it because it's I like it because it's a part of our 
culture. He's African American. I love it. Not investing, as you can see. Yeah, like I invest in. I shout like they had this running joke in my church. It's like he don't shout like he don't he don't know how to shout. He gonna shout like a white folk on TikTok like he's just gonna go up and down. When the Lord in heaven, he's just gonna go up and down. So I put my feet on the floor one day and just I looked at I looked over at Tim like like I can do this. I do this like, but. It has become too much based in that. But the handwriting was on the wall when we allowed artists can have a place in the temple. But when we allow artists to take over the temple is the problem. So here's what I mean by that. Renaissance era. Before the Renaissance, iconography was out. Uh-huh. Like the Orthodox Church is like, nah, nah. Catholics became over the top with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They invited Da Vinci in. Uh-huh. They divided. They invited Michelangelo in. They invited all of these guys in, and they made beautiful pieces. But that started the spin mm-hmm. of now secular meets spiritual. Okay, and it it has a baby. And the baby is this weird, deformed thing that's carnal. Mm. It's, it's like, it's super churchy, but it's not church. It's like, it's just not. It's, it's more like a club. It's more like that. It, over time, over time through, 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 the, through the era of uh, uh, Parham and, and Seymour and Hayward, mm. over time, I believe some of those men kept it at bay because these people were really gifted. They were truly gifted. But I think (laughs) this is my guy. I love him so much. Uh The eighties and the nineties marked the church forever. Mm. Commissioned the Winans family, Mm -hmm. Kirk Franklin, Mm. John P. Key. Mm -hmm. When that wave came, it did something to us. It did something to the church. And it was good and it was bad. That's the consequence of Kirk Franklin. Uh-huh. The consequence of Kirk Franklin is, is that he will save thousands of people. But there will be people who get the wrong message from his lifestyle as well. Okay, I get it. So I think it has become entertainment I think it has become a production. I think it has become studio, studio audience. Like we do this, everybody laughs. We do this, uh, everybody applauds. Okay, okay. Like I think it has become that stuff. But I don't think it's. I don't think it's gonna get any better. You think it's gonna get any better? I understand. I don't. I don't. I, I don't think so because so many people and. Have you ever walked into a church that don't have none of that stuff? Yeah. Are there any young people there? No. No. And part of my problem is that we've made church digestible. Jesus never tried to do that. Mm. We've tried to make church palatable. Mm-hmm. I've heard pastors say, we got to get the young folk in here. So we uh-huh. got to get to this. We got to get to that. We got to get to this. Because it has to make them comfortable. Uh-huh. The hospital never does that. Mm. If you got a disease... Ma'am, 
I'm so sorry to deliver this news to you, but you have cancer. We're not going to call it something different to spare your feelings. We're not going to put you in a room with flashing lights and a disco ball and then try to tell you so that your mind is like, because there's two things, because there's two warring agents simultaneously, mm-hmm. you don't really get the message. Right. No, this is a hospital. This is where sick people are supposed to come to get better. Mm. And sometimes getting better doesn't mean doing what you like or what makes you comfortable. So I don't think it would get better. I, okay, so, so okay, good. This is, a, this is a beautiful topic. But then this is, again, this is a pastoral topic, so it's for leadership. And I think I think you know we must uh, we must respect where where this is going. But um, it is true that eighty um, percent of all uh, scripture memorization comes through singing. Mm-hmm. So most people remember the scriptures mm-hmm. because of the song. They song it, yeah, yeah. So eighty percent mm-hmm. of all scriptural memorization yeah. comes through song. Mm-hmm. Even if it's the song that's singing the scriptures, you know what I'm saying? It's Absolutely. Just, you get what I'm saying? Absolutely. You're not you're not you're not even correct. Yeah. You know, but you're singing it. <laughs> And you the know, race was not getting. Yeah, yeah, that's what yeah, yeah. That, that's, that's a song. Yeah, that's yeah, a song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And, and now that we say I'm strong, the poor say I'm rich. Mm-hmm. That's also a song. Yep. Because that last part ain't in there. Poor say I'm rich. That yeah. was added. But you got folks right there that don't know that. Yeah. And preachers yeah. say, in the Bible say. When praises go up, yeah, blessings yeah, yeah, come yeah. down. <laughs> I done so, heard all that yeah, doing yeah, yeah. popcorn it, scripture. That's right. So now, man, you're in trouble. So now, look. So so what we have is, what we have is, I I agree with that theory. I agree. Not I won't call it a theory. But I agree with that that thought mm-hmm. that these things, this thing is what's happening. My concern is the leader, the leader, mm-hmm. not allowing the musicians, praise team, dance ministry, anything else we get for that part, for that portion of the worship service mm-hmm. to be that. Okay. I feel like the pastor even I do it sometimes at a fault, gets up and plays into that by okay. continuing okay. the peace that was already given. Okay. If worship is worship, that worship be worship. Yeah. Again, I'm at fault with this too. I see it. If praise be praise, that praise be praise. Then once we have settled the hearts of the people or open hearts of the people, now let's deliver the word. Mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm not disrespecting anybody when I say this, but the entertaining part is over. I'm not saying worship is just entertainment. Let's get no, this clear. Right, right. I'm not saying music is just entertainment. Gotcha. Let's get this clear. Gotcha. But I did say that's a part of our element, our yes. makeup. Yes. The part of that part is over. Now, again, I am at fault with this. Now we can get into the word because we have gotten, we have, we have, we have presented that part with perfection and with 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 lights and with glamour and with and with whatever we had whatever we had to offer. We did it. We yeah. gave that one. Now when the preacher comes up, Barely the preacher anything all, is, given. is be- and that's my point. Barely anything and it's is right given. back into the inter- it's right back Thanks into this one. It's right back into this. And mm. now the people don't have as much word to balance everything else that they were given. Mm. And now when you need something done, it's like they can't get it done or no. the people can't grow. And so what happens? Mm. What happens is mm. you get people and then when you try to give them the meat of the word, the problem is not giving them the meat. The problem is they don't have the enzymes to digest. Nope. They don't have, they not, they you have not, thank you. They, they don't have it so you're not old enough. Yeah. So when the pastor does say he's ready to, or she's yeah. ready to, it's like, no, mm-mm, give me back. And the pastor see this and immediately to keep the people. Yeah. Right. Yeah. To keep the people. Yeah. I'm going back into what makes them 
You know what I'm saying? But and let me, they lose it. Go let for me, it. Let me, let me, okay. So if something just came to me, let me, let me. Go for it. Let me push back on that point only because that has always been a dynamic of the church since Jesus. So let me, let me, let me, let me say this. Okay. Jesus entertained people before he spoke to them. To God be the glory. Miracles. Yes. It's just music wasn't his thing. Yeah, it's really right. Like he, he, he captivated the people with the miracles. Now, what I will say is that the entertainment that we're talking about wasn't as cultivating to the heart as a miracle is. Yes. yes like right. you just did that. Oh my goodness. I want to hear what you got to say. Right, right, right. That really doesn't happen with this form of But it was still compelling. Yeah, it was still compelling. Yeah. But I I I agree. I I agree. I just I just don't know. I can't tell you where or how to even find the balance. I can't because if you go too far to the word, if you become a super, super that's word right, church, that's right, that's right. well, then the people don't respect the other things. That's right. I, I, I agree. If you go too far to the production and the entertainment side, they don't respect the word. So I've seen churches do a healthy balance. I've seen it, but it wasn't because they meant to. Okay. Uh-huh. And that's what I believe. Can this be intentional? Maybe that's my question. I've never I've been in a lot of churches around the country and I've 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 never seen I've never what I usually see pastors do like okay Bishop Noah Jones favorite preacher pastor of all yes, time and I saw him give it to his praise leader like I don't know how to do that just go. You do that. And I think that's the way it can be balanced uh, is by respecting the gifts of the house. Like you just said you yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, sure. Let worship be worship. Let yeah, praise yeah, be yeah. praise. I think it can be done that way because not too many people can do all of it at one time and it be perfect or be successful yeah, at doing all of it. I've been trying to do it for years. And sometimes I, when I get up, I say, you know what? Do y'all got any brain matter left? Mm-hmm. I'll, use, I'll throw trigger words out there. Is there any room left? We got 30 minutes. Do y'all have any room left for word? Right, right. I'm just trying to throw those words out there. Just go for it, Tay. I have a question. Go yeah. For it. Go for it. So do you, do you all think, so I heard you say that um, it seems like it's an over-entertainment mm-hmm. in church. So it sounds like the over-entertainment could be, like you said, as a, um, a result of the lack of word for years that mm-hmm. they've been receiving. So wouldn't the issue be addressing the lack of word that's being given to the people to create the balance like because if it's too much if it seems to be too much entertainment because when it is time for the word to come mm-hmm. bathroom the, the, right the bathroom phone, they, phone, or the pastor anything, 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 anything else or the pastor goes back to another worship back, song back, for another 15 yeah. to 20 minutes yes. not, but some go for another 30 minutes yes. of worship after worship has already been done so is that the what should be addressed is the the lack of word that people are getting at that time to then create the balance because worship is worship and the teaching and what you're getting is like is that the is that what needs to be addressed I, I or don't is know. it just too much of the I, entertainment I don't know if that can I don't know if that can be a solution only because of this okay when when you're feeding a child and a child begins to develop a palate for what you give it mm-hmm. over time yeah that palate is cemented. 
when you try to go back, like if I was to try to give you creamed whatever you ate as a baby, mm-hmm. you would probably you'd probably want to fight me. Like if I tried to like mm-hmm. like push it on you. Yeah. Cause I see churches that do that. Churches that do that look like this. Okay. In the middle of the praise. All right, now let's bring yep. all that down. Yep, that's right. Let's bring all that down. Time for the word. Time for the word now. <laughs> now and, and, and then you start and then you start browbeating the people. Mm-hmm. Like I did all that shouting for the word. What you go and then you did all that shouting for when, when the choir was singing. Right. But like a uh, uh, hello tables, hello ceiling, <laughs> hello walls. <laughs> let's go right there. You know, that, because it, because <laughs> not, and now the pastor mm-hmm. is projecting because he's so angry. Right. He's he's hitting the rock instead of speaking to it. Mm-hmm. Come on, come on. And, and now the church now sort of even rejects you as a person because now you like you 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 just mean yeah it, you mean you being mean yeah. that's what you being that's mean. a lack of lead to me that's a lack of that's a lack leadership. of self control yeah, self control too yeah these are these are and I don't want to disrespect anybody but these are children right these are like actually children mm-hmm. and just how you would raise a child. Is how you would raise a sheep mm-hmm. in the Lord's church. Mm-hmm. The reason I'm so word oriented is because Bishop Johnson yes. was word oriented. Yes, yes, Bishop yes. Johnson, and you tell me how you feel about this. I never saw Bishop Johnson shout. Okay. Wow. Do you know what he was doing while we were shouting what? as young people? Bishop Johnson, if I had a Bible, I would show you. Bishop Johnson would lay his Bible, he had a prosthetic hand. Bishop okay. Johnson would lay his Bible across the prosthetic hand, cross his feet. And read. Wow. Church going up. It's Hosanna. Bishop Johnson wow. is reading. And every once in a while, ah, yeah, Lord. <laughs> Go right back. I seen Bishop Johnson quicken, but not in shouting moments. I seen Bishop Johnson quicken when high, very intense spiritual moments. Mm-hmm. I never seen Bishop Johnson put his feet on the floor speaking in tongues at the same time, I, but I have seen Bishop Johnson working at the altar with somebody and start speaking in tongues. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's what I was fed. Mm-hmm. That's what I have. Okay, but you have somebody that comes from this generation, yeah, and they grow up. They don't grow up in fire baptism. They don't grow up in holiness. They don't grow up in none of that stuff because that stuff. There was dinosaur churches now. They grow up in name it, claim it. Mm -hmm. That generation, Mm -hmm. they grew up there. When you try to come to them with theology, Mm -hmm. it's repugnant to them. Why? Why? why, You know, I've had people tell me, "What Agrippa told? Not what what Agrippa Felix told Paul. You study too much. It's the major crazy." Mm. (laughs) There's some people that I I look, and when I'm in a barbershop, there's a guy that said to me a few weeks ago. I was talking, me and the guy was going back and forth. And a guy looked at me and he said, wow. And he said, how old are you? I said, I'm 29. He said, where did you, where did you get all of this? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, it's all between the bookends of the Bible. He was like, but, man, that Bible, man, I just, I mean, I like church. But... Kind of just, I feel like I'm in high school all over again. I feel like I'm in middle school reading all that stuff. How do I get there mm. without that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And the way you get there without that is by going through philosophy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's what preachers are preaching now. Yeah. But that's what the pews commanded. It's a push and pull. That's what he was saying. 
So the preacher has to go back to the worship thing. Mm -hmm. He has no choice because now people are going to start walking away because they're going to be, they're going to start claiming they're not getting fed. Yeah. Yeah. So so what does the preacher do? Like what what can you do if, if it's not a word church and I can't bend you into a word church or a balance, what, what do you, Right. What would you do? Right. Well, how do you? How do you? I'm, I'm basically asking the same question. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't. I, I don't have that answer because mm-hmm. I don't. I think the problem is so deep that there's nothing almost we can do about it now. I think the problem is that deep because if you take it out of the church, so many people are gonna walk away. Yeah, they're not held by Jesus. They're held by that. We had a similar conversation at, uh, about this, um, and I think it's all in, um, again, learning people's, uh, finding, I guess, your congregation's learning style mm-hmm. to a certain extent, oh, yeah. and especially if we're talking about, like, if we, I really don't want to use the term children, but I understand the yeah. liking the children, yeah, no, but yeah, yeah. I think that each person has their own um, developmental stages, okay. right? And so if we're talking about children, each time they, uh, as they develop, they go through these stages and they go into teenagers and adulthood and all of those different things. I think it's the same thing with the congregation to the, to the extent of uh, making sure that we address those developmental stages and we take the time. I think a lot of times, like we just kind of give up on it. We do it for a couple of weeks and we like, Oh, well they don't get it. They don't want it. And and we don't kind of stay with it long enough. Not saying that, I mean, obviously if it's not working, it's just not working, but we just, kind of fold it before we kind of get started on it so i'm my recommendation would just be let's learn the individual learning styles of the congregation where they at if they're just completely disgusted with it let's find out why i mean again it kind of turns into therapy sessions i know that's a lot but it's counseling but um i think that that would be another like kind of alternative. I, th- I think that's 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 that is a um that is a honest perspective from a from the from the laity yeah but it is not a good method for leadership okay okay and i'm gonna say but it's honest though it's honest mm-hmm. like hey see our developmental styles and mm-hmm. then, then you know what i'm saying help but because um we are called to lead people in a certain direction uh-huh. and so the direction that we're called to lead people in people are coming from different facets of life mm-hmm. different ways different places so the challenge that we have in that is how do we first bring them all together okay because if i if 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 I have, let's just use a crowd of 100. Mm-hmm. Um, the average church today, the average church in America only has about 100. Right. That's the average church. Right. 80 to 100 people. Mm-hmm. Average church in America. Okay. Uh, so y'all look at the mega church and everything else like that. That's those are rare occurrences. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah. The average church is about 80 to 100. And then they said after, um, you, oh, when, the, when the pastor gets over 100 members, he can no longer pass the, the membership by himself. Yes. So this I is like, you that. know, so mm-hmm. this Totality, is what it, yes, yes, absolutely. So now we get to this place where the average church have this. We... The, the challenge I'm, the challenge that I see in pastoring is how do I bring everybody to the same table to okay. at least have the discussion? Because once you, once you bring one group in, you have another group that's out, and then you have another group that's maybe, and then okay. you have another group that's never mind. Then you have one group that's all with it. Like, let's go. Let, let's, let's do this. Let's just rock and roll. Mm-hmm. I get it. He's right. We got we to gotta balance this out. And so now what you have is sort of like a division in the church and what you have now is people doing the singing part. I, I've seen this. They dance harder. They did. They, they they. And you know what I'm talking about. And preaching doing the preaching part. Hey Amen, Pastor. We need that word. 
And so you got this, you got this little battle. So now all of a sudden, your attempt to bring the church to a certain place has also brought division. So yes. now you got another, now you got another fight. Yes. And the fight is, you got to bring the people together first. Yes. And the, now the people have been divided because some people are mature enough to say, we need this. But what do you do with the immature that says, oh, now you, I wouldn't even call them the immature mm-hmm. because sometimes um, the road to hell is paved with innocence. Yes. So when I, don't, I, don't, I don't even want to use the word immature. So I want to yeah. use that because some people are like, hey, this is just what I'm accustomed to. Yes. Yes. And so now we got this fighting in the church. And what it looks like now is to certain people, this is what it looks like, you are disrespecting the pastor. Certain people saying, because the pastor said this is the direction we're going, you're saying, hey, I'm used to this. Right. Well, if I'm crying out that I want this when the pastor is saying, hey, let's go in this direction, it looks like now certain people in the church are saying, hey, that person is now just being disobedient. I'm like, no, that person or persons mm-hmm. are not being disobedient, but they come from another church, and that's what they are accustomed to. So the church is, full, the church is made of four groups of people. Mm-hmm. You got the hardcore sinners, people who show up the street. Don't know no scripture. You don't know the Lord's prayer. Just Jesus wept and they and they, they confused twenty third Psalm. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. You got no, that, and then you got family members. Yeah, they're the folk that's related to you. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. and the, the, this is what the church is comprised of. Mm-hmm. Okay. Folk that related to you. They know your nickname. Yeah, they're the hardest ones. The hardest group in the church. He's had to deal with them oh, too. Oh yeah. Church. And then you got people that are from other churches. Trouble starters. They come, they, they, no, man, don't do that, man. No, 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 no. I was either going to say it about family or I was going to say it about. Yeah, yeah, the people that come from other churches. Uh And the last group you got is backsliders that come back. I'll take four and one for 100, Alex. Really? I'll take backsliders and hardcore Wow. So we got to deal with all four of these groups. Uh And and, and the average church, the healthy church, got all four. Uh Uh Got all four. So you got, you got the. The, the ones that says, hey, I don't know nothing. Where, where you go, I go. Mm-hmm. I can work with that. <laughs> where, where you large, Alan, what you say, now, I say. That's now it. keep going. Yeah, yeah. Right. Now, here's the and then you got the family members. Them two middle fingers. And the, <laughs> and the, family, members, and the family members are saying, I know who his daddy is, his mommy is. I know yeah. who he used to be or who she used uh-huh. to be. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm here to support. Can anything good come out of that? No. Yeah. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not here to worship. No. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm I don't here, even want you to I pastor, don't pastor. Me for real. No, I'm here to support my friend, my cousin, yeah. my brother, my sister. Yeah. You got that group right you gotta, there. You got to go. No, 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 man. They can't go, man. They, they part of the church. That's, I, no. Come on, you got to start your church, man. I'm telling you what's coming in there. <laughs> they gotta go. But got to the, go. Go ahead. Then you got the group okay. that comes from another church. Uh-huh. They got to go, too. No. They come, they, their church, like, they, they in transition. A lot of people are in transition. Uh-huh. They come from other churches. Uh-huh. They come from other backgrounds. They come from other teachings. Yeah. And they come and they come in groups. Mm-hmm. They never come. They never come by themselves. No, 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 don't do that, man. Gangs. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> this man is making it worse. They <laughs> call them gangs. 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 Come on. You got that group, and then you got the group that says, "I was here, I left, and I'm coming back." Beautiful. Those are the four groups that we have in the church. Now, when you present something that seems to be an issue, mm-hmm. you still have to deal with those four. All four of those. Yeah. And that's yeah. what I'm saying, who is seeing all of it in a different way. Mm-hmm. So I do have a, I do have an answer. Now, it's, not, uh, it's just one answer out of many. Okay. And I believe that everyone who have a question should have at least one answer. Okay. You know, and I, do believe in, I do believe in in the beginning was the word. So there was answers before questions. Yes. 
I do believe that. So if there yes. is a question, they're already answered. The answers already exist, yeah. That's how that's okay. how okay. But here is one answer. So that's how I believe. So to to your to your You didn't question, really say how that how that that uh because theory have, wouldn't really Because when it. because when someone says, Hey, look at our different um uh um developmental styles, how mm-hmm. we develop, mm-hmm. all of my different stages. Exactly. So now you so to the so I think um what's called Bishop um Archbishop. Ralph Dennis. Ralph Dennis. Okay. He said when he preached, we preached to a medium. Okay. Uh-huh. He said that. Yes. And ra- at, 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 um, uh, yeah, it can't, be too, can't be too yeah, high, it can't, can't be so, too low. So uh-huh. sometimes I preach, I preach, preach to a medium. When we preach to a medium, some people that are above that saying, they're saying. Uh-huh. <sighs> uh-huh. Right. That some people, because I've been here already. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? They were born in church. Uh-huh. Yeah. And you're trying to bring it to a medium so everybody can get it. Yeah. They are completely bored with it. They done. And then you got people who are saying, this too much. Mm-hmm. So right. for them, that same word is a stretch. Yeah, so they're, com- they're completely out of it. Out of they it. So somewhere, out. so yeah. somewhere in the directory, or the, or somewhere in giving that direction to the people. Yeah, you have to first make sure you at least got the people. Exactly. I think. That's I think we. But I think we leave that's it out when the, the, what, the assessment. That's that's where you're getting to know the. But you don't have the people. What do you, you mean? This is what I'm just saying. I'm saying if you if you have all obviously all, you those, have all those elements in your right. I'm yes. saying that is where. The counseling or the one-on-ones kind of come in, come in place so that you know if you're getting that kind of feedback. If no, you're getting pushback, that's of, all. That's I'm not getting that, this. That's every pastor. Go okay, then then there should be some more one-on-one with your congregation. Who who are these? Who who is this that's here? And then kind of make the the decisions based off of that. Like if no, I'm going to, you cannot make decisions based on the people. You will always be lost. No, what I'm saying is to figure out who who am I speaking to? Because if I have a group here that's up here and they're not getting it, and you you have all of these different things, but um, you really don't. You're not really address. How do you address one and not kind of address that's, all of them and that's and the from challenge. that to me th- to me that would become a with a you would need a plan a team that is able to address those various groups of you know that's not a church what is it that's right. like a, it's like a, like it's like that's, a business I, I was about to that's say not a you church know, you, you're not a church no more. i mean in 2023 to address people and all the individual concerns that are voicing it like it was a time when people wouldn't talk about like uh-huh. i'm just not getting it but now like it kind of needs to be addressed i Boy, i agree that's not a church. Be good, good there. I, go, I, mean, I agree with the i agree with what you're saying but i think there's an element i think you're on to something but i think it's just incomplete because it, it doesn't consider spirituality okay. and, and and this is what i mean by that okay the natural man can't understand the things of god Okay. They're foolishness under him. Mm-hmm. He he cannot spiritually discern them. What we're teaching from the pulpit is not something that can be cognitively reckoned. So when I start to try to figure out your learning style, mm-hmm. that's me trying to feed you spiritual principles in a natural way. I'm never gonna get that. Like that, they'll never yeah. touch. Yeah. And so I think you I think it's good to do that, mm-hmm. but you're still, like, like t- to his point, as a pastor, okay, Jesus did it like this. He had all four of those groups, mm-hmm. right? You had the, the disciples that had already walked with John. That's right. That's right. right? That's right. You, you, had, you had the hardcore sinners. Mm-hmm. You, like, he had all of those. He had all four of those. The people that had, had went and came back, Thomas. And like, his yeah, family. You know, yes, yeah, right. his, his family. family. He had all four of those. That's mm-hmm. why I can absolutely resonate with what he was saying. But Jesus did it like this. Things that the apostles didn't understand. <laughs> he kind of didn't care. He said, like, 
Can you drink? Okay. They want, who, okay, James and John. Make sure when you get to heaven, one of us sits on your right and one of us sits on your left. Mm-hmm. He said, can you drink the cup that I'm going to drink? They like, yeah, you know, you know, wine on down to Alpheus's house. We're going to get a cup of wine. I can show you. I can drink you on the table now, Jesus. Jesus is like, no. But you will drink of the cup that I drink. Mm. You just, you, and he says, you don't understand these things yet. Mm-hmm. However, you will. There will come a time when your spirit catches a hold of what I'm saying. No, keep preaching. And this is why I would say when I teach, not tonight. Mm-hmm. Meaning, y'all not going to get this tonight. Mm-hmm. Go for it. Then keep Some, on. And that's why he's saying the same thing. Life Preach has, to a preacher. Oh, my goodness. My, grand, my that, grandmother said that, something years that. ago. She was testifying. And I, I got to be careful because I'll cry. My grandmother said she got up and testified. And she said, she said, I, I'm just grateful to be alive. And... You know, I'm 17. I'm like, Grandma, you ain't going nowhere. Mm-hmm. You woke up this morning, you put your shoes on, you put your, you put your hat on, you put your, your suit on, you put your little pendant on real nice. Mm-hmm. But that's a Bell Armstrong pendant. Yeah. And <laughs> you came into church, and my grandmother got filled up mm-hmm. off of being alive. Mm-hmm. And I used to stand with my theologically prideful self. That's so simple. Why do you allow such simple things to excite you? I'm not old now, but I've lived through some things. Mm-hmm. I had two heart attacks last year as a 29, as a 28 mm. year old. Wow. And do you know what I found myself? Now, I didn't understand that then. Oh, yes. But the word had been spoken out into the atmosphere of that. I had grew up around that. I'm just mm-hmm. so, you know, reasonable portion of health and strength. Blood running warm in my veins. Blah, 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 blah. When I got out of the hospital, Pastor Tim gave me the mic one Friday, and all that would come out is I'm so grateful to be alive. Mm-hmm. That was it. Nobody had to, my level at the time wasn't ready for that. I wasn't on a level that I, that I could receive and understand that. But life brought me to a place where Jesus says, I go away from you, but I send you a helper. He'll bring all things Back to your remembrance. Right. Everything that I've said, he'll bring it back to your remembrance. Peter couldn't preach a lick while, Peter, while Jesus was alive. Mm-hmm. As soon as Jesus Come on. ascends, yeah. men and brethren, let me speak freely of the patriarch yeah. David. He was a prophet. He said, Look, my Lord said unto this Lord. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And everybody's like, Peter, did didn't you just deny him like 30 days of quick? That's right. That's now right. you know all of this stuff. Yeah. And so I, I think what you're saying is, is good practice for a pastor to get to know his people, know what level they learn on, know whether they're visual, auditory, tactile, know all of those things. But I think, I think the preacher has to just preach. Like he has to just speak it, whether you understand it now or not. Mm-hmm. He has to just put it out there. And over time, as as your spirit man is exercised, mm-hmm. the weight that he comes with, and that's I believe that's the genius of Ralph Dennis, yeah. is that that medium consists of meat and milk. Mm. Okay. And so for the people that need that stuff that's chewy, mm-hmm. they get a, they get a little bit of that. For the people that can only drink because their throats are not developed, they get they get a drink. But ultimately. The preacher just has to preach it. And I think that's what Paul said to Timothy. Like, 
You have to just be instant in season. You have to preach. You can't worry about because I'm a teacher. Yeah, yeah, every yeah, yeah, yeah. every week yeah, yeah, on Sunday yeah, yeah. and Monday, yeah, I plan yeah, my curriculum right. to touch it. those though every dimension. Same, so what do you do with that that group? I'm not saying the group is huge, but the group that can't understand the group that can't actually understand. Because what I'm saying, I completely understand mm-hmm. and respect that. Mm-hmm. What I'm saying is that population addressed, or are they left to just whatever they get? They kind of just get it. Do we assign, or do you all pastors assign um, people that have that kind of patience or talent, or that can go there with them? Mm-hmm. Or are they just kind of like, okay, well, that's it? Or is is it just not they just shouldn't be at that church, and so they just eventually no. leave? Not that one. <laughs> that's where I'm like, at. No, that's where you know what I'm saying. It's kind of like me on a low, bro. Like she she thought that, that she threw a like, rock and hit her hand. Like, like do, do, is that population addressed? That's okay. all I'm asking. Do we agree that Jesus was? The I feel like because I feel like Jesus did address each population. Okay, okay, beautiful. Do we agree that Jesus was the best pastor to have ever walked the earth? Yeah. So what he did is the best whatever to do that can it possibly mm-hmm. exist. So I take Matthew, Mark, Luke, John. Yes. That's my, that's my so okay. So there's <laughs> there's a thousand people around. Okay. There's multitudes. Multitudes actually means more yeah. than a thousand. Yeah. Jesus says, the kingdom of heaven is likened unto. He says hundreds of things, dozens of things Mm -hmm. that all the multitude didn't understand. Watch what Jesus does. Jesus says, my flesh is true food. My blood is true drink. If you do not eat of my flesh and drink of my blood, you have no part in me. One by one. Mm -hmm. They walk away. Jesus does not say, stop. You don't understand me. Let me explain. Let me make it clear. Mm -mm. Okay. And then there was 12. He looks at them Mm -hmm. and he says, he checks checks their temperature. Basically, he says, now he picked them. He asked them a question. He says, are y'all going to leave? Y'all still here. Why are y'all still here? Mm -hmm. Because y'all really don't. Oh, my God. Y'all really don't even understand it either. Mm-hmm. <sighs> but they just stayed even in the midst of not understanding. And Peter opened up his brilliant mouth, sometimes so <laughs> stupid, but sometimes so brilliant. He says, to whom else would we go? We don't understand everything that you said, but we know that you have the words of eternal life. I can't go anywhere else. Even though I don't know what you're talking about half the time that mm-hmm. you're talking about it, I know that I should be with you. I know that I'm committed to you. I know that one day I'll get all of this if I just keep coming. Like, I'll know I'll get it at some point. But that was the attitude of the laity. The attitude of Jesus was to just keep on going. He says on another occasion, it's given to you to know the things of the kingdom. It's not given to everybody. So now we have to talk about this information that the pastor is disseminating in an esoteric fashion. Mm. Everyone, every, it's not meant for everyone in the room right. to get it. Unlike math, unlike reading. Right, As okay. a teacher, I have to make sure that my kids all get it. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. This is esoteric. Okay. If you don't have it, either you're going to get it or it's not meant for you to get. Okay. 
And as the pastor, it that's hurts. It. That's what hurt. It that's hurts. what hurt. It hurts. Yes. That's what keeps me. That this is what this mm. what he just explained is what keeps me in front of a book, one story, twelve hours. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm. This would this is that right there is what keeps me in front of mm. a book. One one text. Yep, you know what I'm talking text, about. Yes, yes. One sir. text. Mm-hmm. 12 hours. I understand the text. Reading it. Rereading it. Over and over. Different versions, different ways, different stages. I'm praying over it. And why am I doing this? It's so that no one will be left out. Wow. And still. Still. Because it's not given. One of y'all wow. never. I mean, still. I mean, it's not, listen, listen. I was joking. Jesus said about Judas. It's true. It's true. One of y'all devil. The, 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 we need. We need a group of pastors here. <laughs> yeah, you do. Go ahead and moderate, and let us just let yeah. us just, just, have just, some, just, yeah, just go, go for it. Go for it. Set it all around. That, oh that's the hardest. The hardest thing I believe, even that came out of Jesus's mouth, was like he was explaining the relationship between him and his father, and he says. I can only have, but his language is weird. He, he's God, but he's speaking in this limited fashion. Come on. I can only have what the Father gives me as if he wants more. Mm. But he's saying that my dad controls all of this. Mm-hmm. I'm so sorry mm-hmm. that you can't get this, but I, I only have what the Father gives to me. Mm-hmm. He says, you cannot come to me unless the Father draw you. Yeah. No so man. I'm, I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry at the same Amen. time. Yeah. And the thing about it is we have to trust okay. mm. that God has already prepared the ground for those who will receive. Mm-hmm. Receive does not mean understand. Mm. Receive means to take it and hide it in your heart. The reason he hit, the reason David hit right. it is so that when the time comes, the time of testing comes, mm. I won't sin against you. Apprehend wow. before you comprehend. It, mm. Look, you see what I'm saying? This is right. I say it all the time. Yes, right. It's a, to take it like yes. Yes. It's wow. yes. You don't have Beautiful. to understand. And that's, I think that's what we have to come to. I think that's the, the solution to this mm. is that it's not about understanding. Mm. It's about this stuff being revealed to yeah. God be glory. Peter, like Peter is like, mm-hmm. well, well, some say I'm Elijah, some say I'm mm-hmm. Jeremiah, some say, but but no. Okay, now, who do you say I am? Right. I imagine that they probably all looked at each other. But again, this guy, mm-hmm. he's like, you, you the Christ, mm-hmm. son of the living God. He said, Peter, you didn't understand that. Like, you didn't get that because you understand what I be talking about all the time. Mm-hmm. No, flesh and blood ain't yeah. revealed this to you. My father in heaven gave this to you to say back to me. Mm. And I think from the pulpit, I think the attitude has to be legit. Preach the word. Preach it instant in, in and out of season. I only hear in season preachers now. Mm. I don't hear out out of season preachers. What does that sound like? Out of season preaching. To, To me, out of season now it's get right, church. Okay. okay. Nobody wants to hear that right now. No, 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 no. That's oh, right. my goodness. That is out of season. Oh, my goodness. That's past season. <laughs> Listen, there was a season when all you heard was get right, get That's right, get right. And then you needed out of season, which was we still can have some nice things down here on earth, too. Mm. The problem is we was leaning too far right. We leaned too far left. Uh-huh. And mm. now the out of season preacher 
I believe in the Darren Farmers. Okay. I believe in the, not the Jamal Bryant new birth, but the Jamal Bryant that's down in Texas that was harassing the Jamal Bryant new, right, new birth. Right. I believe in the uh, Steven Andersons of the world. I believe in the old school Jimmy Grahams, okay. the old school Jimmy Swaggerts. I believe in those, we call them, um, what is it? Fire and brimstone preachers. Mm -hmm. There was something that they had to offer the kingdom that we need, we need out of season preaching now. We don't need a car, we don't need a house, we don't need a step, we don't need anything else. We need, yo, that's not your wife. Mm. Mm. Now it don't need to be, uh, and uh, like it don't, and maybe it don't need to come like that. Maybe it, maybe it does need to come from a penguin's jersey right. and Nikes. The guy on the corner, you say you about to go do something, and the pastor say, man, don't, don't do that. Come with me. Let's go get some Popeyes. Let's sit down to eat. Mm -hmm. I'll stop you. I'll stop. Whatever you're about to do, I'll stop you from doing that by taking you. Let's go to the mall. Let's hang yeah, out. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you may not be able to do it from there anymore. I watched Bishop Bonner videos, and he was talking about homosexuals, and he was calling them faggots and I, mm -hmm. like from the pulpit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and his church, he be 700 people in his church. Right. And they all them. like, damn Lord, yeah. glory to Jesus. You do that now? Cancel. You done? Over. Cancel. So I do believe being wise as a serpent, mm -hmm. you may not be able to do it from there anymore. And this is to your point. You may not be able to preach out of season from there anymore. And I noticed this. Oh, I'm going to say this. I'm going to shut up because I feel like I'm talking too much. Rusty does this. And I remember me and Rusty sat down and had a talk, and I said, Rusty, man, you preaching that prosperity gospel, doc. I can't get with that. Rusty said, he said, man, he said, you have no idea. And he went and got a guy from his congregation. He said, I can't remember the guy's name. He said, what, what, when you first came to this church, what, what did you used to do? He said, man, I was selling dope. Doing all this stuff, and I was, you know, blah, blah, blah. He said, You think I'm preaching prosperity because that's all you hear. But really, what I'm preaching is I show you a more excellent way. Mm. And that means for the dope dealer, it means I'm going to show you another way to be profitable. Mm. Okay. So I'm not going to preach. I'm not going to preach to you, sound the trumpet in Zion. Mm -hmm. I'm going to preach how to be profitable in the kingdom. I'm going to preach how this life is more valuable than the life that you're living. I'm going to preach to an impoverished neighborhood. Like he said, I got to bring them together first. Mm -hmm. What is the one thing that divides in poverty? The fact that we all broke. That's right, that's right. That's right. It makes us crabs in a barrel. That's right. That's so first, I, I, have to, I have to get your mind off of your problem by saying that God cares about it. That's the first thing for an impoverished community. Mm -hmm. Now, if it's a community of doctors, right. you don't have to do that. Mm. You don't have to start there. You don't have to start there. But when you're preaching to an impoverished community, mm -hmm. the first thing that I have to, uh, to be able to get your mind ready to receive something else, mm -hmm. I have to say God cares about you being broke. Right. Then they're like, oh, what next? Right. Now live holy, live righteous, do this, do that. But you had to let me know. Just like when people elect the president, the first question they ask is, what are you going to do for me? Mm -hmm. For sure. That, that, that method, that method is, and that's the same method with the miracles. Mm -hmm. And before you spoke to them, mm -hmm. it's the same method. It's, it's yep. to give them that part. Mm -hmm. and, and then you go, hey, but it's in Matthew chapter number four. 
He healed everybody. All those who came yep. to him. That's the last cha- last verse in chapter number four. Chapter number five, he went up to the mountain. Then he son. sat down. And then he and sat began down to teach and them. began to teach. Yeah. Yep. But they could hear because of, you know, that brought them together. So it's an excellent method. I think it's a question that all pastors need to at least, even if we know we need to hear it again. Yeah. Because it all, it's, a, it's a constant element. Mm. And Mir- revisit it. Wow. Miracles can bring this back, though. To God be glory. You know what I believe about miracles? Say what I believe about miracles. I believe. Tell you what I believe about miracles. Okay. I'll tell you what I believe about miracles. And it just, and it's not like I don't agree. I ain't saying that stuff, y'all. Y'all know. I'm, I'm but miracles is, in my teaching opinion, put it that way, uh-huh. miracles is um, the highest level of ministry once a person have mastered teaching. Okay. Say it again. Okay. Miracles is okay. the highest level of ministry for the person, especially the leader, who have mastered teaching. Okay. After you te- after you taught and know how to be a teacher, there is nowhere else to go mm. but miracles. Okay. Because you understand the gift of you can teach a prophet how to be a prophet. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. There is there is nothing okay. you, you can teach a bishop how to be a you bishop. You can recreate yourself. Yeah. Oh my yeah. God! Okay. Because okay. you you have mastered you you yeah. have become the rabbi. Mm-hmm. Yes, the yes. rib. Yeah, you yeah. have become that. You have become mm-hmm. that. You have mastered you. You have become a teacher. That means that you can take anybody, mm-hmm. beat them at their level, and get them from point A to point B. Yeah. Yes, yeah. the only place mm-hmm. to go in your ministry is miracles. I, I I think if that comes back, I think if that comes back. <sighs> We won't need the rest of it. I think we fluffed the service up because that stuff left. Yeah. It could buy. Yeah, think yeah, 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 yeah. There's a level of glory that left the house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so we're trying to get it back yeah. without going to the thing that we really need. Here is the power of the teaching. You and I, we'll be in Jesus' name. Amen. Here it is. You ready for this? Mm-hmm. We must talk now that the miracles, in my opinion, is just for thought, y'all, that the miracles that were, is not what's necessary today. Mm. We are still looking to do yes. some of the things that was already done. Okay. Today, our people are dealing with depression. Yes. Suicide. Yeah. These things, you see, you see the things that we're dealing with, mental mm. issues. Yes. Yeah. Today, I think our minds and our, our images, we're looking at the book, and we often say that we pick up the Bible as children, but we put them down as adults. Yes. So we still think like children when we read them again. But do you think... Do you think, do you think that, okay, we're dealing, there's different problems, um, is, the, is your point. Do you think that some of those problems will be solved with true miracles? I'm talking about true biblical miracles. Can they be solved with true biblical miracles? Mm-hmm. You mean the way they did it in the Bible? Yeah. No, no, no. I'm talking, about actual, I'm talking about actual biblical miracles. Okay, so let me Okay, you, you said when, you, when they see that. That's yes. what you're saying? Yeah. So like, okay. Oh, that's interesting. So th- this is what I believe. But how many blind people going to walk in there? That's the problem. That's the, that's the, they, they don't need to the walk problem. in that's here. That's what I'm saying. Yes, he, uh, they don't he need to walk in, in here. So that, so that's the problem. I believe. I don't. I don't believe. I, yes, the problems are different. I absolutely agree. But we would all have to agree: Is God transcendent? Yes. yes. Is His word transcendent? Yes. Is His behavior transcendent? Yes. Miracles are transcendent. If you've seen a person raised from the dead, uh-huh. 
Would you believe that God could pay your bills? Yes. If you saw a blind person, eyes open, uh-huh. would you believe that God could heal your grandmother from cancer? Yeah. I don't believe that we need God to respond to our modern day problems. Really? To be effective. I believe... I, I I believe this generation just wants to see power. Hmm. I, I I truly think that this generation just wants to. Okay, Paul Paul said it like this: like I, when I came to you, I didn't come to you in excellency of speech. I, I came to you in demonstration. I showed you what this thing could do, yeah. so that you could be interested about what the thing is. So I think I don't think I don't think that we need. Different miracles. I've I've heard that argument before. Yeah, no, okay, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't think that we need a different style of miracle because I think depression flees when faith rises. Mm-hmm. The problem is we have a faith deficit. There's a faith deficit in the okay. kingdom. And what I mean by a faith deficit is that faith is at an all-time low. Well, you know why? Why is that? The things that we see are at all-time high. Yes. Agree. So we can see it all. It's, it's right there. It's on TV. It's right there. You know, everything we look for, it's in the, it's there. And, and, yeah. and, 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 secularly, it seemed to be the more easily powerful, attainable. Yeah. yeah, the more powerful entity. I know people that, that wear, I know Christians that wear crystals. Because I, 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 we, we, me and Tim debated uh, a lady that she said, she said, I wear this. Because I feel like I feel like this is this is my closest gateway, and I told, and the sage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, we, it's getting scary. My closest I don't gateway. Get and, I, and, and the crazy thing, you want to know what's crazy? I said you're in idolatry, Ooh. and I said okay. I heard all these arguments. This, this. Exodus. Hmm. Moses up on the mountain for forty days. He has died, Aaron. He been up there for 40 days. He ain't take no food with him. There's no way he's alive. Take our gold and make us something we can touch. And when they made the calf, they said, behold, this is the God that brought you out. They did like, they knew that God was real, but they needed something. They needed something. That's what Jesus came and brought. Jesus came and brought John says, and we have handled him. That's why the faith with the apostles was, was such at an all-time high because they handled, they saw, like I saw a man get beaten to a pulp and in three days I was cowering in my, like my child's place. He walked into the room. I saw him die. He walked into the room and said, peace be with you. What? You think, you think a man at the gate called beautiful that can't walk is going to make me stumble? After I seen this man die and he raised himself from the dead. I think people, I think people need to see the power of God. They either need to see it one of two ways and both we're failing at miracles or the love shed abroad in the church. Okay, good. Both He's he's that he, you go ahead. Go ahead. I got mine. Um, Cause you know, I'm going to forget. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Is is it that is it that people need to see that or that they're not paying attention to the miracles that are happening every day? I mean, okay, so th- th- let's let's th- let's count up the cost of the miracles that happen today. Let's be carnal for a second. Okay, let's let's activate carnality. No, let's activate flesh. 
for a second. Let's be unbelievers. Okay. If we can. Technically, I would say that we can't. We cannot. But we can't. We try. Let's we try. Can play. We for what it's worth, okay. right? Yeah. All right. Grandma came. <laughs> Grandma got cancer. Mm-hmm. They gave Grandma four weeks to live. Mm-hmm. Grandma chose with one of the four weeks to come to the church house. Pastor done heard that she got four weeks to live. Pastor come on. In the name of Jesus. Bless her Lord. Keep her Lord. Blah, 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 blah. She goes back to the hospital. A month later, cancer is in remission. Is that a miracle? Yes. Unbeliever. Is that a miracle? Yes. With explanation. Mm-mm. With explanation. Mm-mm. That is not the because power. Even the, um, go ahead. That is not the power we saw in the New Testament. We did not see delayed power. I agree with you that it is a miracle. But we didn't, as an unbeliever. She chose to go back to the doctor three weeks later. Yeah, she would have we been here when she was that moment. Yeah, we she don't know was, what. But, there's, but we saw the in that moment from Jesus. We saw the in that moment from the apostle. We seen a man with a withered hand. Jesus say, stretch out your hand to me. Mm-hmm. Be made whole. Hand grew. It didn't say they came back a year later and the man had a hand. Mm-hmm. It says it in that very moment. The only miracle that didn't happen immediately is the 10 lepers. They, because as they went, mm-hmm. they were healed. But even that one came back probably less than an hour later. Clean. I guess my concern is what are we becoming too, um, too infatuated with the miracles? Like, are people not, why, why is it not enough? Like, why hasn't, like, God shown us enough? It seems like this generation is kind of infatuated. It's almost like it's a proving thing. Which, it is. But it constantly, it's never, if Jesus did this and now... I remember, I think, um, I hope I got this right, but mm-hmm. I remember reading um, where Jesus almost seemed like he was kind of irritated with the, the with the, the sign, yeah, mm-hmm. with the constant, like, asking of that. Like, mm-hmm. when is it enough? And why is it that that would be necessary to oh. right I, now? It's, so it's it's essential that we, when when, okay, when you state that Jesus was irritated with, the idea of the signs, he was speaking to people who had been giving the oracles of God already. The Jews. Mm-hmm. These people have a history of crazy things happening to them. Mm-hmm. That should be enough for you. You're already awaiting a Messiah. Mm-hmm. They didn't want a sign to know that God exists. They wanted a sign that you are the right guy. There's a difference. Okay. Right. People now need the testimony of Jesus Christ more than ever because there's been a lot done in the knowledge era Mm -hmm. to devalue and to debunk the Bible. So that's why I say step into the mind of an unbeliever, not a person who's convinced and just hasn't committed a complete unbeliever. You don't believe that any of that Bible stuff is real anyway. Okay. So that, that takes out all but of that. Aren't you saying that the believer would need these things, or when you when you were uh, mentioning that more miracles need to be a part of today? Are you were you talking about the unbeliever? You I believe talk- I believe everybody because Just in general because Lord, I believe helped my unbelief. Okay, I'm a believer, but I still have moments of unbelief. Okay, T- 
okay, tongues are a sign for unbelievers. Miracles mm-hmm. are a sign for unbelievers. Even though you believe in God, mm-hmm. your faith can grow so your faith can be so decimated mm-hmm. to where you don't have any you, you have just enough faith to believe that God exists, but you don't have any faith that God cares about your personal problem or your personal issue. Okay. Then when I come to church and I see this happens, like the preacher says it all the time, if he did it before, he could do it again. Same God back then, same God, whatever the song says. <laughs> like, yeah. if he did it for me, there's no secret what God can do. If he done it for others, he'd do it for yeah. you. Right? The encouragement is if you're lacking faith, mm-hmm. or not if you lack faith, but if your faith has gone lacking, mm-hmm. right? Then you may need a fill-up. I'll give you scripture for it. Peter had just gotten out of prison. When Peter went to the house, all of the people were there weeping. That's, they were weeping. He knocked on the door. They got so excited, the girl ran to the door and she saw Peter and she shut the door on him. She didn't let him come in. Just to be able to go back and tell the people, oh my God, y'all, Peter is not dead. They they thought he was Mm -hmm. a goner because they had just killed James. Right. It says that when they saw Peter, they began to pray. And it says, and the house shook, and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. And then it says, and they spoke with boldness after that moment. That moment produced a level of faith in them that they were already believers. They were they already Holy Ghost filled, already saved. Mm-hmm. But that moment, that miracle that night produced another level of boldness for them to conquer different territories. That's what believers need. Believers need every once in a while for there to be a moment where they can see the power of God at work that gives that takes them to another level, another level of belief, another level of spirituality, another level of everything. Unbelievers need simple miracles, not not perceived miracles, simple. But because the church can't produce them, we start intellectualizing how miracles should be seen. Everything and 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 and, and to to. Uh... To just piggyback on your point, you, 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 I, 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 um, I agree mm-hmm. with everything you're saying, mm-hmm. by the way. But I want to just use observation for a second mm-hmm. and just something that we all observe. Okay. And what you observe a lot today, this is a lot. What we used to and what I used to, because we, there's people who, I mean, I'm talking to the, to the community of churchgoers. Mm-hmm. We used to go to church and pastors used to preach and minister, but used to tell stories. Their stories. Yes. How God brought them out. Yes. What they went through. How they did this. Mm-hmm. How they built. How they did That's really preached today. Yeah. People, sto- you don't really hear those, I went through the mud, I no. went through this, and, and I came out. You don't hear those stories of miracles. The pastors or the or the or their personal stories, sometimes yeah. when they get up and they minister, they would, they would even end their sermons yeah. with their testimonies, yep. which made people believe. Yep. And today you just don't. You don't hear personal testimony. You don't nope. hear we walked into a building and laid hands on it, mm. yeah. and this is how we yeah. got the keys. We don't hear that. That's you. Ne- I, when I go to church, I rarely hear ministers' personal stories yep. about the signs and wonders that's going on in their yeah, lives. Yep. And that we don't hear those stories anymore. We just don't, and we try to mask it with or just say, "Well, I don't tell stuff." We got a lot of haters in the room. No, you ain't got no story. You say I what you want to say. So you, yeah, you feel yeah, like yeah. they don't have any. They ain't got no story. No, they ain't got no story. They ain't got no story. Cause I ain't got no wow. story. You ain't got no story. Okay. My 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 last my my last story I had. The last story I had. The last not the last story I had, but one story I told. I told a story of my son. Mm-hmm. at sickle cell. Mm-hmm. Crisis every year, 
And I said, for one year, he had no crisis. Church went. Man, they needed, they needed it. Just to just, it's just for the, and then year number two. I mean, and now we're going to year number three. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this is not heard of. Yeah. This is, yeah, when you see stuff like that, we have to tell the story. Yeah. That's how they overcome. That's how we overcome. Yeah. By the testimonies of the, yeah. But so many Go people have lost their vulnerability. They just don't yeah. necessarily like things That's are true. happening, yeah. but they're not saying it. Big. It's like a secret. That's but big. but that comes from this pseudo intellectual yes uh-huh. kind uh-huh. of teaching where you don't share this because you're going to get that. You don't share this because when you forget about the fact that people need to be mm-hmm. to hear. So you'll say, you know what? We don't say this because. Yeah. I have to have because. superhero faith. Mm-hmm. Because. Yes. I have to have superhero Because. Faith. You know what I'm saying? They're going to say this. They're not going to like yeah, this. So they're going to think you all of that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I don't have no problem. Here they problem. go again. Or here they go again. I, That's I right. Don't, I, don't, I don't have a problem. I don't. That's how I overcame. Mm-hmm. One, one thing that ha- helped me in my marriage as a man. Like, you know, man, I was about to give up. Mm. I'm like, and you know what's the best therapy? I know it's cheap. It ain't deep. It's philosophical. What is it? The best therapy is just knowing that there's another Negro out there that's dealing with with this. (laughs) Exactly. You too. Listen. (laughs) Yo. I go to the barbershop, and I'm like, man, ain't nobody. I'm telling myself the whole ride in the car, like, can't nobody understand my situation. Like, <laughs> man, this girl is tripping. Like, ain't no girl like this. <laughs> like, you you look at other men and you be like, yeah, yeah you don't know what I've been through. <laughs> no, no. You get in the barbershop and you don't say nothing. Listen, let, let me tell you how. How many times this has happened in church to people? Mm. You come to church with something on your on your heart and on your mm-hmm. mind. Mm-hmm. And that joker in the pulpit. Get up and say. Get up and say something about what you're dealing with. He don't even have to say you're going to get over it. Yeah. The fact, the fact that, that somebody you. released it, mm-hmm. like, gave you healing. Like, it's like, like, like oh. that's that's what it was. It was, like, something that release allowed you to drop. It's like getting home and you got a whole bunch of bags and you've been at work all day. Mm-hmm. And once you go through the door, you just drop everything. And it feels like, oh, my oh. goodness. Mm-hmm. That's, like he said, mm. we, don't, we don't hear about the fact that, y'all, uh, you know, I was down. I was struggling. My when I was in the hospital having a heart, having a heart attack, I was struggling. Mm. All this theology stuff. My brother saw me break down. I'm so glad my wife wasn't there. Mm. I'm to this day. And some people say, you know, she should have saw you broke down. But I believe God just knew who needed to be there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my goodness, y'all! I kept telling the people. I said something going on with my stomach. Mm-hmm. Keep taking my blood. Keep doing all this stuff. And I felt like they weren't listening to me. Mm-hmm. And all of my life, people listened to me. Oh. I understand that. Yeah. All of my life. Mm-hmm. I was in a space where my opinion did not matter mm-hmm. because I didn't have the chops to speak medically with these people. Mm. They came. I was eating a salad. I don't eat salads. Mm. I was in the middle of turning my life around. <laughs> Second heart attack. <laughs> I'm going to change my life around. No. I was in the middle of turning my life around. That was too much. Right after I ate it, pain go through my stomach up to my chest. I I told them, I said, it's in my stomach. I'm not having a heart attack. There's something going on in my stomach. Mm -hmm. My brother came. 
and all my brother did. This is all he did. You know, I was so strong before that moment. My wife would stay every day until visiting hours was over, mm-hmm. fall asleep on the phone together. Never happened. In my mind, it was pressure, though. Like, okay, I'm not home. My mm-hmm. wife works part-time because of the money that I'm able to make. Yeah. So I'm like, I got to get out of here. We're not, like, there's there's other things outside of this body that I'm, I'm worried about. Mm-hmm. My brother came through the door. Yeah. My brother came through the door. And my brother said, tell me what's wrong. And I broke. Mm. I couldn't even talk. Like, it's just like mm. somebody asking me, instead of coming in and trying to assess what mm-hmm. was wrong, mm-hmm. somebody stopping and saying, tell, you communicate to what me right. what is wrong with you. Mm-hmm. I broke completely down mm. to the point where I had gotten so mad that they weren't listening. I didn't let them take my blood anymore, and they were going to make me sign a thing where they release you from the hospital. AMA, yeah, yeah. and, and you, you, you take that. You drop dead after that. Yeah. They're like, oh, hey. like, okay, well, sign right you here. You them doors. they like, okay, it's well, Friday. he's out there. There you go. Discharge. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and, and, and my mother, nobody understood. I remember being mm. on the phone with my mother, and I said, I called my mother. Mother said, how you doing, son? I said, ma, I got to get out of here. Mm. I have to get out of here. She was like, well, you got to stay because they don't know what's going on. They don't know why you're this young. Right. Your heart looks wonderful. They don't know what's going on. I said, if you don't get me out of here, I will die in here if you mm. don't get me out of here. Wow. The next day I had a heart attack. Mm. Because it, when, I, when I was trying to tell people was, okay, I ended up having pneumonia. Okay. I said, I got pneumonia. Give me my medicine. Let me go home. Being here is going to cause a problem that actually don't exist yeah. to like create itself. I believe both of them had a text to this day was because of immense stress. Absolutely. Mm. And everybody got scared because my father died of a heart attack. Mm. Oh. Everybody got scared. So, oh. so I had pastors calling me like, man, you can't die here. And I'm on the other side of the phone. Like, I didn't think I was, I didn't think I was dying. I, I, like it's, you know, oh. I don't know who gave you this news, but I'm, I'm not dying. I, I had heart attacks, but they just need to let me out of here. Like, yeah. I just need to get out right. of this place because I'm I'm super, super stressed, right. and I just need to relax. Right. Like, IVs, they was taking my blood every two hours, mm-hmm. sticking me. They didn't put no thing in me where they could come back and just yeah. get the blood. Yeah. Sticking me to the sticking. point where my hands and my arms are purple. Bruised, yeah. And I'm like, yo, I have to go. I can't do this. But when I told that testimony, like, People, I remember my, my daughter, like, she came up and started shouting with me in the pulpit. Mm. And I, she, t- like, she told me, she was like, I used that as fuel mm. to, like, to have known not the good part of, like, you made it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but yeah. knowing that she was like, Avery, you read the Bible. I see you reading the Bible for hours. I see you mm. on Facebook. I see you doing all this. But to know that there was a point where you were like struggling in your faith and you were telling, like you were shaking the fist at God or or whatever you want to call it, to know that that existed makes me not convict myself for being in those spaces. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so that's, I agree. Mm -hmm. Oh my goodness. Mm -hmm. I can, I can rattle off. My grandmother deep freezer went out. Mm -hmm. 
Grandfather got laid off. She put oil on her hands and my God, she said um, in the morning. Yeah, 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 yeah. Here we go. She said, "Listen, refrigerated and went out. Frigidaire, Frigidaire. My God, Prophet, Prophet, Elder Whitehead come come from out of Bobaway headquarters. He said he seen a Lexus that he wanted at the dealership. God told him, well, if you got a five thirty credit score, man, no way I'm putting you in a fifty thousand dollar car. Ain't gonna happen. Mm-hmm. He said, well, all right, you can go ahead." Elder Whitehead said he opened the car door. He sat in the car. He prayed for an hour. Mm. He said, by the time the man came back, he said, I seen you sitting in this car the last hour. And he said, I went to my finance man, and my finance man got you this car for $300 a month. $50,000. That, that don't exist. $50,000, and you got a 530 credit score, you paying $300 a month for a Lexus? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that don't exist. Is that a miracle? Yeah, oh, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. You just name like four but or five of them. But now. not. But remember, <laughs> remember, we've been, we have the eyes of God to see His hand, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. There's a people that don't see. Remember, they had okay. to call Daniel up mm. to see the hand of His God. Mm. There is a people mm. that okay. don't see the handwriting on the wall, mm. and they need to see. They need to see the, the mm-hmm. hand come in the palace, okay. and they need to see the right the hand right. Mm-hmm. The man at the cross needed blood and water to pour out on him mm-hmm. to say truly, mm-hmm. this must be this must have been the yeah. son of God. Okay. Not forget all the miracles, like <laughs> forget everything <laughs> you know he, everything else you have been doing. Once water come yeah. and blood come yeah. on, and yeah. I, that's always baffled me. Why was that moment? I think it was the fact that he died. The sun went out. The water came. Go ahead and make it sound it, good. It, it was like <laughs> it was. I still don't understand it though. Yeah. Like all the miracles he did, and this moment. Yeah, the, it looked like the worst. Yo, mm. I think that's what the unbelievers need. They need a truly Thomas. I don't mm. believe he's risen. Yeah, yeah, it's actually, yeah, Unless yeah. I thrust my hand into his side. Yes. Mm. What did he do? Mm. He showed up. At, Peace be with thee. Everybody in the room. Mm. He looks and says, Thomas, come here. I heard you say that. Mm. The greatest thing about Pastor Tim's ministry is I've, I didn't believe in the prophetic. Really? Okay. Not to the extent of, listen, man, wow. you, you, you're not foretelling nothing. <laughs> And, and and listen, I'm gonna sound like an old bishop when I say this, but if God wanted me, <laughs> oh, boy. if God wanted me, you if God wanted me to tell you something, he would told it to me himself. Mm. Prophet called me up, <laughs> Tim. Prophesying to these people, people getting saved. Yeah, yeah. And they're coming back and saying, oh, my goodness, I get chills. They're coming back and saying, come see about a man that told me everything I ever did. Wow. God be glory. That, that was, never mind that he was, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> never mind that she, like, he said he was mm-hmm. the Messiah. Mm-hmm. That's the theological part. Because he told her, yeah. he told her the man that I'm talking about, I am he. Mm-hmm. Never mind that. It was the miracle of, it was, it was one exchange. Mm-hmm. I don't have a husband. Mm-hmm. You said right. Yeah. And the one that you with right now ain't yours. Mm-mm. Out of everything that Jesus said to her, out of all the revelation that he gave that to her, right that was the only thing she carried with her back into mm-hmm. town. Come and see about a man that told me everything, everything I had ever done. Mm-hmm. And I believe that faith. Remember, she had faith. She said, 
my fathers worshipped in these mountains. Mm -hmm. And she said, we know that the Messiah will come. She had a level of faith. Mm -hmm. But he said, you, you, you know what's coming, but you don't know what you're worshipping. You don't know. You don't know. Let me give you more of this. And the miracle is what she took back to the town. Nothing else. I think we need that more. And if we come with that more, if we, uh, Apostle Joseph Prude uh, um, said this, and it was the weirdest thing I'd ever done in my life. I thought it was so out of order. He's on the mic, and he said, he started speaking in tongues. And the service just went on, everybody looking. He stopped. He said, why y'all moving? Stop the service. Why y'all moving? And everybody was looking like, oh, okay. You smoking tongues? I mean, that, that happens in the Pentecostal church all the time. What's the, what's the problem? He was like, nobody waited to hear the interpretation of this? Mm. Mm. And I was like, you out of order, Doc. That's not how this thing work. A lady stood up that had never been to the church before. She said, I believe I have it. What did God speak to you? The lady had come in at the middle of his message and she spoke the thing that he prophesied at the beginning of this. To message. God be the glory. Do you know that house shook yeah. after that? Happened? Probably still in church now. Listen, we <laughs> <laughs> never leave it. <laughs> Those moments wow. so out of order. I, I watched him do so many things. I watched him heal. So I was like, yo, you so cocky. In my mind, I'm like, you so cocky. He was like, Jesus healed people by looking at him. He said, who feels a pain in their body in here? People start raising their hand. She, he said, he turned his head. He said, I'm going to look at you. And he said, be healed. He looked at the lady. Kept going. And I'm like, okay, this one of them miracles. Like this one of them, <laughs> this one of them, our type of miracles mm -hmm. we were just talking about. Where, okay, he looked at her and like we're going to find out a year from now that she ain't dealing with it no more. No. At near the end of the service, this lady jumped up. No shout music playing. She jumped up and started shouting. Mm. Everybody was like, what's going on? And she screamed. She said, I don't have any more pain. Wow. Nice. To God be So I do believe, I do believe this element, this element in the neo church, mm -hmm. this element should be it if it's it's here. Resurrect. Mm hmm Because mm -hmm. maybe it's lying dormant. And it's lying dormant behind the image of everything that is everything. All of That I can see. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That makes me say all those other things yeah. are pretty much outdated. Yeah. Mm -hmm. oh, wow. It still has a place. Mm -hmm. All right. So this is good. So what we're going to do is, um, can we go to a commercial? Yeah, we can oh, do we, we go to a commercial. When we come from the commercial. Okay. All uh, right. Commercial, like about two minutes, come from the commercial. Mm -hmm. We want you, I always ask the question to all my, to everyone. Okay. What's next? Okay. And this is just about you. Okay. Not I theology, not preaching, not you. Okay. To God be glory. I got you. Thank you, sir. This is your spiritual podcast station. Be sure to check out all new episodes of Pastor Anthony Said every Tuesday. Episodes are available on Apple, Spotify, Amazon, and everywhere that podcasts are available. Episodes are also available on our YouTube channel at Pastor Anthony Said. Be sure to like, share, and subscribe today. We love you and thank you for loving us.
This is your spiritual podcast station, Pastor Anthony said, and we are excited to bring you Lunch at Truth Cafe. Introducing Lunch at Truth Cafe every day. Come in for all your truth favorites, plus new cheesy tacos, ribeye savory melts, and delicious burgers. Over seven lunch combinations starting at just $6.99. Truth Cafe, make sure you come in for lunch with us. We'll see you there. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, definitely, yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. organic. Yes, yeah, yes, yes. That's what it is. We're back. All right, we're we back, back, ladies and gentlemen. Listen, um, so soon to be uh pastor. Yeah. So all of those who are listening, you are going to be listening to, this is this is what is being produced in our time. Yes. Um, I um, stand by, um, it, it, my approval isn't necessary, but I do back this guy. This it's greatly is appreciated, yeah. though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> This guy right here, mm. and so I appreciate his ministry. I appreciate his passion, and and um, uh, I, I know what it is to be his age with this level of knowledge. Mm. I also know what it is to wear shoes that that you have to grow into, mm. and not look clumsy. Mm. I know what that journey wow. looks like, wow. and that's a real mm. that's a real thing mm. because some some men they look mm. as cumbersome, as clumsy. It's not because they're not anointed. They're not. They just. They just. God has given them shoes that, that they have mm. to fill. Mm. It's just too big for them, mm-hmm. and it's a certain way you got to walk. Yeah. yeah. And people are like, why are you? It's a certain way I gotta handle myself. Yeah. And wow. um, yeah, man, this this is this is. Wow, yes, I believe in you. Mm. What you're doing. All right, sir. Um, tell us about you. I always ask everybody the question. This is going to be my last three sermons of 2023. If God delay is coming, what's next? What's next? That's a big question. I'm, I am, it's so much. <laughs> it's so much I'm trying to pick something. Um, not about the church. Oh, it could be about church. Yeah, about yeah, yeah. The church. yeah just, okay. just, 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 we, we, we didn't do so much Bible study. People got to go through scriptures and all the stuff like that. We didn't do, I'm, I'm, <laughs> enjoying, I'm enjoying it. People got to go through yeah. the scriptures now. I'm, I'm ex- what's next? I'm yeah. excited, man, about Resurrection Church. To God be glory. Where the name I, come from? Oh. That's, that's a God name? Oh, uh, yeah. Ap- apologetics. Yes, sir. Um, Everything hangs on the resurrection. If Christ be not raised, then our faith is in vain. To God be glory. Everything hangs on that. All right. And that's the mission. Show the world the empty tomb. To to show them through me, through the people that come to the church. Through, I'm excited because I had a vision probably about a year ago. And I saw myself and very, very fanatical believers. Crazy people. I saw us getting calls from Fortune 500 owners of the hospitals because we're going into the hospitals and people are walking out healed. Wow. I'm talking about taking the IV out their arm. I don't need to be here anymore. I don't have AIDS anymore. I don't have cancer anymore. I don't need chemo. My hair is coming back. Don't you see it growing now even as we talk? I had a vision of going into convalescent homes, preaching, Telling people to just get up. Just walk with me. Get up and walk with me. And I'm excited because I believe Jesus is truly alive. And my conviction for that is so crazy. 
that I believe crazy things are going to happen because it flows from that conviction. And so we're opening a church. I don't know how it's going to look. I don't know. I want unchurched people. Okay. What are those four? I want one in four. Like, I want one in four. I want, mm. I want backsliders, man. Mm. I want backsliders. I, this is my second marriage. I'm only 29. Wow. So when you said the shoes. Yes, yes, yes. yes. It's my second marriage, man. And I, I, when, I, when I got divorced, I had, I had pastors that I was supposed to preach for cancel. That's right. And I talked to them and they said, man, you're too hot right now. There's a rumor going on, this and that happened. And I can't have you in my pulpit. They haven't called me back since. And there was a point and I was like, yo, this, maybe this not for me. Maybe like, I blew it. I'm, I'm definitely saw. Like, that's what I felt. I'm like, I'm definitely saw. The kingdom that just been ripped away from me, I was on my way up. And I just blew it. But, then the vision came of like, no, you didn't blow it. You may have blown it for people that you weren't supposed to be for in the first in the first oh, place. Come on now. You may have blew it for them, but there's a people waiting for you that don't care nothing about that. Uh-huh. They just want to hear what I've put in your mouth. And again, he reminded me, if you say it how I put it there, I'll take care of you for the rest of your life. So when you ask me what's next. Finally stepping into God's will. To God be glory. I ran for a very long time. Uh, we were just at Rusty's church not too long ago, and I was standing in line. I don't get to be with prayer lines. Because <laughs> I ain't falling out. I get and you're not going to push me. You're not going to push me neither. I'm banging. <laughs> he pushed me. He pushed me. I'm going to bang you. I'm from Baltimore. I ain't got a problem left for my hands on you. He will push me. He will push me back. Hold my neck and stuff. Right. Push me on my chest. No. <laughs> Rusty told me. Rusty said to me, he said, he saw me in the line. He said, Avery, if you're going to come down here, you're going to have to hear what the Lord got to say to you. Oof. And I said to myself, I said, oh, Lord. You're gonna talk about this divorce, and I'm gonna be done. I don't, I don't, I don't have any. I didn't like, I didn't have anything left. Mm. I ain't had no confidence left. When, when, when everything happened with me and my first wife, I w- it was dark. It was a dark place because I've always had being James's younger brother. I've always had this not being chosen complex. He was the guy. I wasn't. I, like I'm in the I'm walking through the mall and people call me James and I've gotten so used to it that now I answer to it. Wow. wow. Like they'd be like James, I'd be like what? <laughs> because he's just so big. Mm-hmm. I just had to learn how to live in his shadow and wow. just be yeah, okay yeah, with yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So when what happened between me and my first wife happened, it made my entire life, my wife didn't choose me. Mm. It made it made my entire life collapse. And Faith went with it. I remember talking to Tim like, man, I don't know about this God thing. I don't know. I just don't want to go to church right now. I'm I'm good. Like, Tim is like, man. He's like, okay, I get you. You upset right now. Mm-hmm. But the Lord has called you and and he needed you to get here so that your arrogance can be dealt with. Mm. And I was like, man, you know, to an arrogant person. 
Yeah, and called arrogant is the worst thing you can call an arrogant person. <laughs> what? Your mother. <laughs> but he said, arrogance, man, he needed to bring you down because you were clean and you knew you were clean. Peter, I ain't never eat nothing, you know, unclean, my Lord. Uh-huh. Needs to be brought down. So the Lord showed me that vision and it renewed me like crazy. It restored me like crazy. I didn't need hands laid on me. It just restored me to know that he was still with me. Restore me. So what's next is preaching my gospel. Paul says, according to my gospel. Mm. What's next is preaching my gospel to the world. And, the, and my gospel is that there, there's an empty tomb. According to my life, not the Bible. Like, I can use that. But look at me. Like, that's why Paul was like, follow me as I follow Christ. Because according to my gospel, my good news is that there is an empty tomb. And he did it just for me. And I know if he did it for me, they go that old thing. I know if he did it for me, he can do the same thing for you. Mm-hmm. I want to take that everywhere. Wherever, well, I don't care if I have two members or if I have two million. I just want to take, I just want to show the world an empty tomb, man. That's it. That's next. Wherever that is, that could be in the back of a Silverado, like uh, Flickin' Senior. Yeah, yeah. No, that can yeah, be yeah, on yeah. the corner. With a bullhorn, yeah. Resurrection Church can be that. It don't have to be this. It don't have to be Mount Pleasant. It don't have to be New Psalmist. I don't care. Mm-hmm. I don't care. I just, I want to tell somebody what happened to me. And if God can give me that platform, that's what's next for me. Running my mouth about what God did. To God be glory. That's what's next. Beautiful. Yeah. Thank you, sir. We appreciate the time. We thank yes, you for sir. the effort. We thank you for the insight. And um, okay, so I'm not prophesying, but you gonna have more than two members. You think so? <laughs> yeah, man, you have more than two members. I know. You think I ain't scared them all the way, yeah, man? You know that you have more than two members, man. I hope so. <laughs> well, okay, four: my grandma, my mom, my brother. I got you. I, you you on probably? I got you. I hope oh, so, man. man that's yeah, a, that's it, a struggle. It is a struggle. It is a real thing. But there you. But the, the but the initial word that God have over your life governs the rest of your life. So, and the reason why I'm so quiet is because the same word God gave him, he gave me. Wow. In a different context, same word. Wow. You tell the truth. Yeah. And I'll take care of you. Yeah. And wow. I'll give you a testimony. Are you ready for this? hmm Since I became pastor, I've never paid mortgage or rent. Nuh-uh. We <laughs> about personal life? Since I said yes, <laughs> I have never... Paid mortgage or rent. How? How? That's the miracle I'm talking to you about when mm. you say yes. Jesus Christ. You ain't never paid what now? Mortgage or rent? Since I, I I'm looking at you and and and, and I got witness. <laughs> I got receipts. Since I've said yes, someone has always took care of my living expenses. Jesus Christ, man. Same word God gave you. So what you are saying, mm-hmm. I'm living. Wow. Mm. Well, listen, I just need I'm that living. grace. I need that grace. He already gave it to you. I'm living. No, no, no. You're not listening to what I'm saying. <laughs> you living it now. I'm living, living it. proof. You're proof. You're the Since proof. I, when I became pastor, mm-hmm. I said yes. Same word he gave. Tell the story your way. I got you. 
He said, Anthony, you tell the truth. Tell the truth. Some will walk away. Some will listen. Some will tell the truth. Jesus, man. To God be the glory. So while he said it, I'm listening Mm. because Mm. I was divorced. Mm -hmm. I started passing at 29. No, uh-uh. that's crazy. Like, no, I'm like listening. Like I, know, I kind of like you know. I like. <laughs> I'm not lying. That's crazy. Wow, no. I'm listening. I'm like, yeah, this man is gonna be all right. Yeah. Mm. I hope so. Y'all pray for me. Oh no, man, I'm telling you. Yes. Now this is a real thing, man. This is real. It's real. Mm. People say it, mm-hmm. preach it, but I'm living it. Mm-hmm. Right. I got you. Living it. So may God do what He say He's gonna do. Absolutely. Amen. Absolutely. May the hand of God be upon you mm. with this work you're about to start. Yes, Lord. Receive it. May all the blessings that's due to you be given to you. And may you never hold back from blessing someone else. Yes. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Thank you so Amen. much, man. All right. Beautiful, beautiful. All right. Well. That was an excellent episode of Pastor Anthony said the past tour. Listen, I want to give some information for where people can find you. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think you gave us the so, your social media. How can we find you on social media? And then I'll um, get the name of your church where you are. So Facebook is just Avery Ash. Okay. Yeah. Um, Instagram is uh, Avery the Insurance Guy. Don't ask why. <laughs> don't ask why. I just haven't changed it yet. I used to sell insurance. Okay. I wasn't like a car man or anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> but Avery, Avery the insurance guy. I only really, oh, um, TikTok. I just got one of those, and I'm, I'm trying to figure it out. Avery, uh, Avery the apologetics, something like that. Avery, just type in Avery, Avery no matter where you go, and you'll see me. You'll see my face. Okay. I know that was kind of like old. I felt like a 50-year-old man saying <laughs> no, that. Right, like, people usually know their handles. but yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then the church is Beth Mata. Mm-hmm. And that. Oh, you no. want to say something? 5445 Bel Air Road. 5444 Bel Air Road. Excuse me, 5444 yep. Bel Air Road. Bel Air Road. Okay. Yeah, y'all service is on Friday. Fridays are our Sundays at 7 o'clock. Intercessory prayer starts 7.30. Okay. Miracles start. So All right. God be glory. Bless. Yes, yes, yes. Beautiful, beautiful. Okay. Well, this is our past tour episode. This episode will be available tonight. Tonight. Friday. Um, so you can catch it on Apple, Spotify, and everywhere that um, podcasts are available. We are your spiritual podcast station, and we just brought you the uncut, unblocked, and unscripted. We're the only place in the podcast universe giving you a balanced approach and a look at the other side. Everything from A to Z. This is the past tour. Make sure you check it out. We love you, and thank you for loving us.